are saying. <laughs> That's a start. <laughs> Live from H Camp Studios. <laughs> Turn my headphones up. And we back. Louder. Last episode of the decade. Episode 10. How fitting. I didn't even plan this. This is God's work. Hello, 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 what a miracle. One of my albums of the decade for sure. Yes, definitely. Puerto Rico, three days. It's been a whole ass decade. Yes. <laughs> like that feels really intense. Like that was no. that that record is. Almost 10 years old. That record's from 2011. So everyone started talking. Like, it didn't even hit me until probably a week ago, the fact that we're finishing a decade. So I was, like, reflecting. And this is, that was, the mo- that was like, the most important. For me, it was, like, the most important album of this decade. Oh, that's like, high praise. I know. Right there. Yes. I, mean, it's, it's, I mean, it was pretty good. It's up there. It was it's so good. good. It's like, up there. To me, it was so good that I forgot that he was even in this decade. No, because it's no, it stayed throughout the whole no, decade. Well, yeah, but the, the reason, the but the reason why I forgot was because that came out, like, what, 2011, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how did we go from Watch the Throne to like the bullshit we have right now. Well, there was there's <laughs> plenty of there's plenty of shit in between. Like, I let's promise. Let's talk about that. We'll, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk all about it. We're, all right. So let me introduce this shit first. So the facts don't matter podcast. I am your host. My name is D. Back with me once again to my left. I'm back. It's Andreina. That's right. And in front of me, back for her second episode. Back by popular demand. By popular demand. <laughs> It's Karina. Karina and Andrina both here today. Yes, so yeah. I'm outnumbered. Might call in a couple friends. Uh, we, for don't backup, we don't but, need that. We don't You know, hopefully I'll They're be. They're watching right. the game. Do you know don't? Anyway, <laughs> this is the uh, the end of the decade episode, man. I mean, it's episode ten, and uh, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. But we'll get to that shit next year. I really want to just uh, sit here with these two friends of mine and reflect on these crazy, crazy ten years that just passed. Um, there's so much shit that happened in our lives, in our world, and in our entertainment, that um, it shifted the culture. It's not in the same place that it used to be, right? At all. And people had built uh, whole-ass careers off fucking talking into their phone. That wasn't a thing a decade ago. Podcasts weren't a thing. Podcasts weren't a thing a decade ago. This would have never happened 10 years ago. (laughs) They Uh, actually were. Makeup tutorials. They were, but they were really small. A decade ago, podcasts were, like, they weren't a thing. They were a thing, but they weren't a thing. They weren't weren't as big, but the the only reason I know that they were a thing was because I was listening to a podcast this week, and they were like, we're celebrating 15 years, and I was like, what? 15 years? Yeah. But I mean, yes, they were like, they were around when there was iPods. So it makes sense that's that they're true. older than 10 years because wow. that's, that's where that word comes Damn. from. TVT, podcast iPod. is po- iPod for your iPod. It was a podcast. Except a, before it was a like broadcast iPod. for your iPod. So you had to like download them into your yeah, iPod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, mm-hmm. that name just ended up sticking around. But I mean, that's what it, that it was really named that because of that. Like nobody even has that shit anymore. That's how, that's wow. how old podcasts really are. It's just, they weren't a thing though. Wait, like, how did nobody I, fucking listened to podcasts. And yeah, then now everybody, there's a podcast for everything. What do you mean? You never thought about the name? No. <laughs> and if nobody out there is listening, <laughs> you, know, you never thought about it either. That there you go. Sense. I mean, yeah. it made sense because it's more an you Apple know. 
iPod. So I was like, oh, it's iPod. But like, I didn't, yeah, you're right. I didn't really thought I about never, it that I way. never thought about that. What's funny is that Apple's the reason that there's podcasts, and now they're the place that doesn't really even have the best podcasts. So. I mean, aren't all podcasts awkward. on there? No, no, not all. We're not. And and I I facts <laughs> don't matter, podcasts. And I wonder if, oh, that's true. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a fight about using podcasts. For sure. As a name. For sure, like but it's Spotify. too late. They, that's they, true. They lost well, that fight. Now, they would have called it already. And now there's actually, um, there's like entire media companies made just on podcasts. There you go. That, oh yeah, that like wasn't a thing groups. before. Mm-hmm. And there's apps that are only for podcasts and you pay like a subscription cool, to what? be able to. Yeah. Cause my favorite podcast moved to second favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. That can't be right. <laughs> moved I heard wrong. To, to another one? Moved, yeah, moved to that platform. And I was like, shit, oh, I'm going to have to. In 2020, can we stop like spreading everything out? Like We <laughs> we start off in one, and then everything starts splitting up. And like, yeah, you're ruining it. This next decade, we got to consolidate Come on, some guys, shit. Man. Let's keep it together. We need to consolidate some shit. We already shit. did it with the streaming. Let's, let's not bring podcasts into it as well. Well, I like where that was going. I, I want to talk more about that. So, like, look at all these things that are mm-hmm. now a part of our daily lives and our daily like way we consume media or like interact with each other mm-hmm. that 10 2010 we didn't do it that way we already had smartphones yes but that was probably what the second generation or maybe third generation Wait, I didn't have iPhone. an iPhone until yeah, hold on. iPhone it, for sure no no I, I didn't have it until later on yeah what'd you have I, I Blackberry. Had, yeah I had my first Blackberry in, in 2010 yeah yes. I mean I was delayed but in 2010 no, I had my first Blackberry I actually had Blackberry in high school I don't know why like in 2007 2008 I right, had a yeah, Blackberry around there. It makes sense. then I kept a Blackberry until they used I to tell me, they used to say that the people wouldn't going to go to iPhone because they were so used to the BlackBerry keyboard BBM. And, so and BBM, so BBM. BBM. Yeah, bro, oh wow I got the BBM but pen. I, I was actually like the last person to get a freaking BlackBerry because as soon as I got a BlackBerry and I was like yeah I'm finding a BBM like six months later all my friends like slowly <laughs> started getting iPhones and then they were like I'm not gonna text you with the green stuff and I was like oh, well latest shit but that's why now you talk to people like that. Like, I kind of want to text you. It's crazy. Yeah, Because you were the bully, so now you're the duh. bully. See? It co- all comes full circle. That's the circle of life, man. <laughs> that's how it is. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah there, wasn't, there wasn't all that shit. I, I mean, there was, but there wasn't, right? It wasn't as mainstream yet as it is now. And, like, look at all the, not only that, but, like, the stuff that was on it wasn't the way it is now. Oh, it? no, at all. Those three, four, five apps didn't control our lives really yet. It was still, we were still Instagram getting used to it. Instagram was like. We didn't hate Facebook yet. Like, we didn't know about all the evil <laughs> shit yeah. they were doing. We didn't know about none of that. Instagram got here, like, the fir- the second year of the decade. Yeah. Right? Like, 2011. Yeah, right. And then it, got, it came to the rest of the phone because it was iPhone only for, like, a year. Yeah, that's then true. every other phone in the world got it. I used to use Valley's Insta, <laughs> Insta to like edit my pics and then upload it on my blog. There you go. <laughs> at first. And then, um, but then remember Instagram, like all you needed was like 11 likes and you had made it. Now oh, you're like, it would turn from it would turn names yeah, into, uh-huh. 11. Into, into 11. Into a number. And, and you're now like, wow, there's so no number there. Now you're like, oh. Full circle. It yes. went from there not there's being no a number there. No, and so they're taking they're it out. They're phasing it out. I still have Oh, they're phasing it out, but I still have it. Oh, it. Yeah, but it's still there for some people. It's not there for everybody. I want to know what technology that is because some people have things on Instagram and some people don't. It's rolled out in waves. It's rolled out in waves too. I'm like in a really bad number of waves because I get everything last. There's pots of users. I just started being able to, I just started being able to like post music. Like what? Like Girl, with what? the lyrics? That's like two oh, they years hate old. You. No, with the lyrics. <laughs> oh, with thing? the lyrics? That's like almost a year old. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that I just started being able to. Hey, that's sure, crazy. Are you sure you're updating? You gotta your update app? No, app. I swear I have because I obviously I'm like I want to do it too and it wasn't working and then now I have it. 
But you know what I've noticed also <laughs> is like sometimes if if you logged into more than one uh, accounts account, like so, uh, one account will have some stuff that another account. Doesn't. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's happening because yeah. that account might be a part of a different user pot or whatever user group, whatever. Yeah, and, and like right, and, uh, anyways, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's so much to get to. Yeah. We don't have time for this shit. Um, <laughs> point is, yeah, I mean the. Everything is tech wise, on. like a lot has changed. Like, also, at the beginning of the decade, Netflix was just first starting to become more of like a household thing. Oh, I didn't yes. even think of that. Yeah, like if you think the about it, like 10, 11, 12 was when they first put out, um, I think Orange is the New Black, or maybe it was that it was House, that of, House of Cards. House right. of Cards was like the, the, their first original show for Netflix. It was like one of their first original shows. It was that uh, Orange is the New Black, I think. I they had another that. like original. It, w- it was their first wave of original programming. That plus they had like a bunch of shit because they had bought up a bunch of shit from all the networks. So they were like, that's when Netflix and chill was coined as a phrase. Was like, that's true. what was it? Netflix and chill. 2013, Orange is the New Black. There I didn't go. know yeah. that. So 12 was uh, House of Cards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and they, these, these shows were blew up and it turned into the fact that by like 13, 14, these shows were starting to get talked about for Emmy consideration, Golden Globe consideration. And now it's just a thing. Yeah. Now, yeah. like we expected, like now, mm-hmm. like at the beginning of this decade, networks and the people who probably run them, they Don't didn't see any everything. of this shit as like a thing. They yeah, were like, it, that's Netflix where movies go. streaming. Yeah, I guess you could stream old shit, probably not like new, new shit. original shit. They're, they'll never. And now. Like, we literally just ha- subscribe to a bunch of streaming services. We don't watch TV the way that we did we in 2010 or 2011 at all. Like I don't, we don't even have, I don't have cable. That, mu- that much happened in those 10 years. We literally changed a whole form of behavior amongst an entire society of how that piece of, like, content is consumed. Like, we don't consume it the same way because of those yeah. that 10 years, just like that. A whole thing shifted. And that's just, like, one example. You get me? Like, we don't use the we don't use our phones the same way we used to in 2010. Because now oh, they no. have so much more apps, so much more capability. We're not even using it's so it much to faster. Com- I feel like we're not even using our phones to communicate with the same people that we were using <laughs> right. in 2010. Yeah. Right. Because in 2010, what? You were using your phone for your friends. You to were, text your close people. Yeah, you know what I mean? to text your people. Even if you had Instagram and stuff, you were using it to, like, keep up with your people and now right. it's who, they're right? all content platforms it's all shit. is everything yeah. you follow is celebrities it's your friends That's but it's how your you friends find out about the ads news. and content like it's, it's, yeah it's all this mix of all these things so like it's not the same way it was when you first when we first adopted it because we adopted it like these things yeah. got yeah. invented by you know these fucking nerds or whatever and then <laughs> um, nerds. and then but, the they nerds. Were, but they they knew what we wanted on hello podcast. and twitter twitter was like really big back yeah. then then it went away for a little bit now it's back shout out to twitter still the best social media app fuck oh, I've always had says. Twitter I've always had Twitter but now it's different than it used to be oh for oh, sure yeah. remember you, you should be talking reckless on Twitter that's why when yeah. celebrities yeah. get caught celebrities get caught with the old tweets I'm, I'm like, like alright everybody who caught them you take out your, your tweets tweet, from yeah. 2011 let me see them yep my tweets are embarrassing tweets are no I, I already went back and did all that shit fuck no, that I'm I running s- for office soon no I mean I'm not not like that embarrassing like embarrassing to me why was I going through that I wish, I really wish that I can go back to my Twitter in like 2011. You can, you can download it. You can. You, you can, can download it. Download and you, that can, shit. you can literally like even search but, through it. But even stuff. if I deleted my account? Oh, no, 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 no. You didn't the mention day, that. The day that I graduated <laughs> high school, the day I graduated high school in 2013, I deleted my Twitter. Yeah. Uh, me and all my friends because we were like, w- no one can ever see this again. I counted one day <laughs> and I tweeted 87 times Damn. in a day. And I was like, what am I doing? If we had like Twitter parties, like it was literally just to suck shit with each other. Twitter, like, like it was to have like full conversations, rose. but like in public. Yeah, I it wasn't was even a, like yeah, care. Was that, I didn't that. even care to follow anyone, <laughs> like besides the people I knew. 
and, and early on you would get, get mad views. replies like yeah. from celebrities and shit because yeah, it was less people true. on twitter yet less people and they, they wanted to be like interacting and shit so they would reply yeah. I, bro i have mad replies from celebrities back then and shit now wow. they don't fucking now talk they don't to even you know. they okay. answer one person it's not even them handling their account because they're barely now. yeah they bar- they're barely even on twitter yeah anymore. back then it was cool because it was like the first one of those uh social networks or whatever social media networks where you could have that interaction with, with somebody like yeah. that somebody like an athlete wait or you know where else on tumblr Tumblr? Oh, yeah. Nobody uses Tumblr. A lot of people Tumblr, had Tumblr. Tumblr was dope everyone, at that time, too. That was an early, but Tumblr early died part out. of the decade. Yeah, it didn't make it. Well, and t- and but it still exists. People still use it. Yeah, people yeah, but still it didn't use make it. But it. I feel like, no, no it, it definitely didn't make it. Didn't make it but no. I feel like that was a lot of people, like a lot of the beginning of like blogging. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, like uh, the evolution of blogging. Yeah. Like from, from just being written uh-huh. words on blog yeah. sites to being yeah. more of like something that anybody could do. Exactly. And just because put out content, like curate this feed of content. And then that's what the other social media networks did. They copied that. They were like, oh, people love that about Tumblr. So why don't we make ours like that? It'll be like a feed of content. Yeah, like you scroll through things and then you can post you can do because then they started seeing that that's what gives us our these dopamine hits in our brain of like oh i like how this feels i like getting likes i like scrolling through these pictures true, like true. i like all that so then they you know they doubled down on that and that's how we ended up with more of those apps but anyway so tech tech changed a lot a over lot. over the time we got streaming out of it which you know jerry's yeah. still out on how we feel about that because right now we love having all the content and shit but it's only because Valley's covering the bill. Yeah, if we had to pay right? we would not be good. I, I, I probably wouldn't be as happy about <laughs> it if I was paying all these bills, but whatever. So streaming happened. Um, You know, the evolution of... What else were we just talking about? Sorry, I just I'm fucking just like totally technology. lost technology. Just like our oh, phones, the phones and so how we use our phones. And then the way we listen to music, yes. which I want to use to talk about music next, but the way we listen to music changed too. Yeah, of course. Because I have... Yeah. How many CDs do you have from 2010, 2011? Like, I have the Watch the Throne CD. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have the Take Care CD. I have yeah. them. Like That's 2011. Burned, burned. Do you remember when you had to burn CDs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't buy them. You burned them shit. Well, because you, I needed them for my car. That's another thing. Like, now you can yeah. also cars right. to got right. fixed. There too. you go. So, like, there you, go. you needed them you for your car. You had to burn them. You had to buy them because you needed to listen to them in, in the car. Because if not, I remember it was like a mission. To you needed get, to have like an aux cable. There was like the tape cassette that went into the tape player. And then that was aux cable. Yeah, the aux cable wouldn't fit into your iPhone. So then you had to like buy like an adapter. Cars did not have Bluetooth. No, we unless didn't it was a really, really nice car then. at that time. No, I mean, no, I needed an adapter for oh, my Oh, really? No, it was I don't remember. Time. But, like, I know that I just couldn't do it. I know that I couldn't listen to music the way I can now. Bluetooth has changed my life. CarPlay. CarPlay, Bluetooth, whatever. It, like it, didn't, it didn't exist. Yeah. Well, because, you know I mean? well, like, because <laughs> it didn't exist. exist it didn't exist, like, on the mass scale. all of our music on our phones to begin That's with. That's a thing. Because iPhones were, like, 16 gigs, and mm-hmm. if you put all of your music on it, then you, you couldn't do anything. Well, that's the thing. That's, they did that on purpose because they didn't want you to have the music on your phone. Oh, yeah. They don't want you to you own it. They don't want you to have, have the music iPod. physically. Yeah, that's why they got rid of the CD. And that's what they did. That also changed. Now we don't even own music. We don't buy music anymore. You don't go. Well, the I bought music. I sure, bought yeah. Albums. You bought Taylor Swift's album. Um, yes. I bought five. You copies both bought it. Of Taylor Swift. You both I bought, bought it. You both bought it. You don't just stream it. You bought. The, like, oh, but you one had one. to because she did the thing where she didn't put it on streaming. Be so no. you both had to buy it. No, no there was, I no, didn't buy this didn't one. Lover, this I didn't one. buy it, but I bought the other one. Nineteen eighty nine, I think. Yeah, that's the last one. Lover, I lover. I bought two copies, and and Reputation. I bought five copies. Why did you buy so many? Because she's a crazier fan than I am. Yeah. For sure. We you guys are both like. To talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a bigger fan. Um, yeah, I, didn't uh, buy, right. I didn't even buy one reputation. <laughs> no, because reputation, reputation, she released. Um, you know who bought all of them? Who? Scott. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a low blow. That was a real low blow. Okay. 
<laughs> oh man. Anyway. But it's true. Like I, I only. But but you know what though? I have to say that. Like, there's a lot of people say that it affects the artists a lot and that, you know, it I takes, like, so. the authenticity out. But it's also with streaming so much easier to discover music mm. now. Because it, in 2010... There's a how, lot of pros and cons how, to it. We could have a whole episode about just streaming and what it did to music. We could have a whole episode well, but, about that. But, but more but so... But it goes to say about, like, how the industry's changed in 10 Yeah, years. exactly. So, like, it did change, right? They used to make you go out there and buy it. But as a result of making us go out there and buy it, the artist was getting a bigger chunk of money because we had to spend a little more to get that physical copy in our hand, which means they got a little bit more dollars every time we bought one of those physical copies because they're entitled to a specific number of dollars from that total amount of dollars. With streaming, it's not like that because we're not buying the music when we stream. We're just playing it. And so they came up with some bullshit system at some point <laughs> where they decided this fucking magic number of 1,500 streams was equal to one download. So now, instead of actually downloading music or buying music, you have to stream it 1,500 times for it to count oh, as one time. I didn't, I didn't time. even know that was a number. That's, yeah. that's yeah, what it is. And the, the way that they get paid out now isn't like, let's say, a $15 CD. The artist will end up with, shit, if they're lucky, five bucks, right? Uh, now, that they sucks. get like a third of a cent mm -hmm. every time you stream their song yeah. like a, the third of a cent some shit like that yeah so and before and before when you um during free trials they weren't even getting paid and then taylor swift decided to change that sure um, <laughs> it's the truth shout out what to taylor mean? thank you sure. taylor thank you no but, but i mean she did take it off because of that she did it for the artist yeah, no and there's certain people like that that in this decade they but did a lot for music yeah and she's up there with that because i think that the the way that she's she's had to be a martyr also but she's she, the, the things she's done have helped other artists and the industry as a whole yeah. realize some of the you know the holes that exist within that within that game but her think about it, she's like, up there for that okay in 2010 how did you discover new music in 2010 i discovered new music on the blogs AshleyOutrageous.com. Shout out Ashley Outrageous. Um, you know, HipHopDX.com. Like, hip uh, <laughs> DJ <laughs> Booth. You know, all the, all the, the yeah, the blogs. The blogs are still, SoundCloud. the blogs still taught me where to, like, where to find. And then SoundCloud, by, by 2012, I was yeah. on SoundCloud. By 2012, around there, maybe 2011, because that's college. Yeah. yeah. 2011, I was already on SoundCloud. And that was the best and remains the best music discovery platform. SoundCloud. Shout out to SoundCloud. It is. It's still know. the best one. Because if you get on there, and you find some music that you like, and you let it play, SoundCloud has, for whatever reason, the best algorithm of figuring out the sounds that you enjoy. Because it goes really? from one song to the next, like, seamlessly. beautifully, like, seamlessly. And, and there are records you may have heard before, or you've never heard from artists you've never heard. But they just know, for whatever reason, I think, and I think that's part of why they made their logo like that. They, part, they probably have some sort of tech or something about the waves of the music. I mean, they have to be And they you feed you songs that, like, you want, you're ready for those waves. waves. Yeah, show the waves. I don't know what it is, but I've always found SoundCloud to be the best. I've music never used platform. it like that. Yeah, I've never used it like that either. Uh, I right. would you just use it, it for like for like the the shit that like rappers wouldn't release. No, no, you gotta like you gotta like put go put a song you really yeah, like and then just let it ride. Yeah, but you could do that too. You put the set and then you let it ride into the next one. Watch, it'll give you good sets. So the way we consume music also changed, right? Not for the better for the artists. I just laid it out, right? They they didn't benefit from it monetarily. Okay, but okay, but think about it this way. Because I went through this because I've been so by discovering more music and more variety in music, 
through like streaming platforms like Spotify. I use every single spot. And, like, and the playlists on those uh, platforms. I, I use all of those playlists and like the radio based on based on like oh my artists or whatever. Yeah. I discover new people and then okay. Number one, I'm giving, you know, the streams don't give them as much, but still I'm listening to them. Like anywhere you know, near as much. Yeah, like, okay, but I would have never listened to them before that. And then, okay, I might not go buy a CD, but I'll spend money to go see them live. Right. In concert. So, yes. So but the thing I is, it's like not it's like you weren't discovering music up. before. It's well, just I that now no became I easier for the masses to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's well, gotten easier for me to discover new music because before yeah. I was like on the blogs or anything. It's for, for a casual yeah. fan, and sometimes, you know, I'm guilty of this. Like, I get stuck fan, in my, like, like, music snob, exactly. yeah. li- so, like, uh-huh. worldview, right? Like, for a casual fan, Spotify and Apple, they made it easier for a casual fan to discover new artists. Yes? Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. we're saying? And across different genres. And across yeah. different genres. I, I agree with that. However, that's completely separate from the point that they robbed the artists and they yeah, got away with it. That's, and true. that's what happened this decade okay, true. was they figured out a way to totally rob them that we were all OK with and yeah. we continue to be OK with. And then somewhere along that decade, Jay-Z was like, hey, I'll start my own of these and that way we'll do better for the artists. And everyone's just kind of like, what is that again? I already have one of those. Yeah. And that's it. And nobody ever got title. And that's why that's these true. artists are still getting fucked. So everybody <laughs> wants to talk about how much <laughs> they support all their artists. Weird. but. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Though. And it also enough. was like a power move. Like it was one of those that like, oh, now I'm gonna put all my music here and look. Now he put it back on Spotify. So like you were trying us and it didn't work out. You strong armed us and we strong armed you back. He he's never lost a deal. Whatever no. happened there, it happened the way it no, happened. No, I mean happen. I agree, but like I just think that that was like a str- like strong arming people. Like oh now no, he was trying to get everyone to realize like yo, you c- these other companies are robbing us. I can make uh, I can own this other platform. All the artists will get a cut, like a way bigger cut. And then but did he put people just weren't music on there. No, yeah. not all of them. No. Whoever was down, was a lot of he had to, they, he couldn't get music that wasn't like accepted on there. Like he had to go up to every artist and be like, "Yo, do you want your music on here?" The same way that all these other fucking platforms do with their labels. It doesn't matter. The point is, <laughs> <laughs> the way we listen to music changed. For the better or for worse, that's up to interpretation, and we can have a whole discussion I think we're about all it. Winning here. But <laughs> <laughs> we are. The bottom line is that changed. Um, what else changed in terms of like um, the way we do things? Oh, the way we do things. Well, Uber and all of that stuff uh-huh. came oh, out. Wow. There you go. Yeah, 2010, we weren't getting it's an Ubers, Okay, yo. I thought about this the way that I was like, I graduated 2009. So, like, this whole decade has been after high school. So, I'm like, I think about, like, how my mom had to take me everywhere. So, I'm like, now I have Uber. Like, I do whatever I want. Like, yep. I, I yep. leave a lift. I don't need to drive. Imagine I don't need to do anything. in 2010, like, I literally could tell both of you, like, yo, we're going to meet up somewhere, but, like, some random stranger is going to pick you up, and then some other random stranger is going to pick you, you up, up, and you guys will meet me up there because I'm going with my own random stranger. Yeah. Uber was scary when it first came out. That's like, that we would have looked at each other crazy, and yeah, then now it's just like, yeah, for sure, I'll Uber. see you there. You Uber there, you Uber there, we there. I know that Uber <laughs> came out in 2013 because I was going through like my clubbing phase. Really? So then I would go to like live and stuff, and we would take. It taxis. got here. It got here late then, 13, 14. Yeah, so then we would wow. go in taxis, and taxis like we would call them. It, and it oh was, my god, it was gross! But you know what? Um, a taxi it better, better <laughs> it to drive be. in a taxi than drive junk. Dumb. So then we would go in taxis. Yeah, this is when I was already I was already in a sorority, so you know I was hanging out with people. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> with, with, so whatever. The whole point is, we would go in taxis, and then all of a sudden they invented Uber, and then the first few months of Uber was free trial, and I was like, I'm not going what? for free in a stranger's car. Like maybe I was paying for it, then I would do it. So I never got into an Uber until we were paying for it, because I was like, if this guy kills me, like who's gonna be responsible for that? The free trial. So then, the like, wow, trial. you're smarter than me. I would have been like, free, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. yeah, Uber lifts, Uber eats, ordering food, like how Ooh, we order food Uber now. Eats. 
So what's funny is oh that someone if you McDonald's? you've been to uh, <laughs> Colombia or like a Latin American country, domicilio is was a thing. What no? like you, uh, like delivery. But I'm from Cuba. Delivery. Oh, there. <laughs> no, all right, not from Cuba, but um, I know from experience. In, in Venezuela, <laughs> they didn't have that, like where they would deliver shit, like food. I mean, yeah, like they'll bring you your groceries, but like not even the, groceries. Okay, but, but see, that was never McDonald's. a thing here. They're not gonna go to McDonald's to bring you. No, your they food. do in Colombia. The McDonald's, Burger King, everything has had the uh, delivery for years. Well, but that's oh, crazy no. because so think about it. We've had like Uber Eats and Postmates and Seamless and all those things way before we had Instacart. Yeah. Yeah, like those things came a little. I would say later. at least a couple years. A couple years yeah. later, yeah. You see, but like that. But that was whatever. Like it's a, a thing service. now. Like you would tell, like I didn't, like you had a person that like, but it wasn't an app. Like you had like right. A no, I'm that saying all we did is you. digitize it. Yeah. Like that's what this this decade was about. It's like some things already existed and some things didn't exist yet. But like some of the ideas that existed just got simplified and turned into apps Our on your phone. Tips. So that like that's it. Now that's a thing. That's a, like another service of life and shit. And it wasn't. It wasn't even a thing. Yeah. And then there's other stuff that just came out of fucking nowhere. Well, yeah, because Uber is a taxi, but yeah, right. You, you get me, but yeah. not not really, right? No, Cause it's not. They really weren't, especially early on. They weren't selling you on the concept of transportation. They were selling you on the concept of time, because mm -hmm. it first came out in big ass cities where it was hard to get around and always have get a cab or whatever. It was so much better to have car service, right? But car service was really only for rich people to have that Lincoln Town car waiting for you outside. Yeah. But then they were just like, what if everybody could just get that? What yeah, if everybody could just like do do something on their phone and have the whip rating ready and waiting outside to take them wherever they need to go? And it's gotten even so much more advanced than it is than right. it was before. Right. No, it was super like, especially because then all these companies had to face, you know, the reality of being a brand new thing in the world and uh, realizing you got to regulate it. You got to have safety measures. You got to, you know, you don't know, you got to screen these uh, drivers, People, yeah. right? Like all of a sudden it's I like, holy shit, this here. thing, these <laughs> things, these things that happened in this decade, they all just blew up because they got adopted at mass level really fast. The things that were yeah, really good. Yeah, because it was an app and everybody has Whether an iPhone. Because everybody has that's the thing. Because we have a phone. Now anything that is like a service like that or like a, a thing like that, it just, it's on all our phones all of a sudden. So it gets adopted at mass scale. And then just like either works, doesn't work or affects us, doesn't affect us. No, but it's like growing pains also. Like they all have to go through like the. Yeah, because like they, they weren't it. ready to just have five million people on their app. And so all of a sudden they're like, what fuck, we, we don't even have an HR department, dude. Like, yeah, we need to figure this fucking out. A, like we don't like <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like, so they had to figure all that out. And it happened because of like the Internet, really, and, and having the Internet on these on our phones, because without that, like these companies wouldn't have blown up like that yeah and i mean now, again it's another one of those things that has its pros and cons because now every fucking kid out of college thinks that they're going to invent some fucking app yeah. or some idea and then they're going to be this big entrepreneur and they're going to go and raise a bunch of venture capital or whatever <laughs> out there in san francisco and shit okay, and then their app flops that well, wasn't yeah, a thing before 2010 I know, I know, I know. that's this decade There's like not silicon valley apps, now yeah but silicon like, valley happened this decade yeah you know what i mean like before it was what just apple out there or maybe just google out there and, and that's mm -hmm. it. Now it's fucking, look at all these apps. Look well, at all these Facebook, tech companies Facebook that exist. Facebook was part of that too. Right? Yeah, they came but up. That was like that's 07. So that was at the at the turn of the decade is mm -hmm. when Facebook really became Facebook. And yeah. then, you know. I know it's a monster. We know how that story's yeah. going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, okay. So. What's up? Do you guys think that everything that, that, like how automated we've become in this decade, is it for the better or for the worse? 
I think it's for the better, but I think it has like a lot of chance to turn in for the worse. I don't I don't think that the automation is necessarily for the worse, but I do think that the instant gratification is for the worse. Yeah, like, like we're it has a lot that's of potential. A good point. Like we're leaning mirror. into that way too much. Like we're yeah. leaning into like, like how fast is it gonna get shipped or how fast am I gonna get it? Like how fast can I go reclaim this or, or like not even just like the other day I lost my phone and I couldn't do anything because like there was like codes that I needed to get onto my phone and like <laughs> I was oh, like, Oh my god, that's so like, worse. I was like, Do I need to drive to Chase right now? Like what's happening? Like <laughs> <laughs> it was so like frustrating and i was like it's because we're so reliant on yeah, technology like if you, if you don't have your phone you don't have anything pretty much right like it, it's the remote control to your life now yeah you know what i mean like yeah. it's, it's your remote like you can live without it like it's fine but like at you the could same time, but like, you have so to like you literally have to prepare to do so yeah because you'd have to be like well if i'm not gonna have my phone then i need to know like i'm gonna have I to have, to, have like, these other systems in place Hello. <laughs> i was in cuba and i was like right. let me oh. screenshot everything that i need because i'm not gonna have service over there there you go and it's not even that you don't have service like that there's like no wi-fi so like you need to buy a card to then put service and you're just no, like no, I no. Just, i'm not gonna have anything like i'm, I'm what pretty am I sure do? that like, it was wild there without this uh, you it's not that you couldn't survive like we're still fucking people. people like we're, yeah, you know, like we'll figure, yeah. we'll figure it out. I'm we're not, not fucking die. animals. You know what I mean? But, but you know how I figure it out? Using somebody else's phone. <laughs> but <laughs> a lot. Yeah, right. Like, well, I mean, that would be the first thing you have to do, right? It's like, well, I don't have a phone. So I, need I need to, to like talk to someone, someone who does. <laughs> <laughs> right away. <laughs> right away. They need to put me in contact with someone who can make sure I can get one again. I love the other day I locked myself out of my car and I was like, I'm with my phone inside. So I was like, fuck, what do I do? So then I used my, my coworker's phone to log into Mercedes to then unlock my car <laughs> with oh my the app. God. With but the like app. even I have even the app on my on my, on your on phone. my phone. You see? So yeah, like Teslas don't have keys. They have just the app on the phone and then the card that you can keep in your wallet. And if the card isn't present and the app isn't there, you ain't getting in your car. Whoa, I didn't exactly. know that. Okay, that's There's too much for me. Well, I don't even know how it locked, but whatever. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, like, it's what 2019. Do do? Like, why is it locking? It's that's, what I, that's what I told them. <laughs> they were like, oh, you yeah. should get this insurance. And I was like, why? It's never going to lock. Like, it doesn't lock if the key's inside. Yes, it does. Damn. I think Damn. the key was in the trunk. My Honda never did that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that... You, to answer your question is more about that. It's more about it's not How so much, much things. Oh, it. things are getting automated. Like okay, things being automated that's efficient in a sense. That's productive. But things getting, think us getting used to this idea of instant gratification or dependency on on tech. That's not good for us. Well, okay, so I think that it is good because of because the the whole purpose of having everything automated now is the idea that. If you're not spending your time doing like these tedious tasks that you know you need every day in your life, like mm -hmm. getting groceries and like you know going to the store to, like buy toilet paper or whatever, you can spend more time on yourself, on wellness with your family, you know, on things like that. So if you're balancing it correctly that way, like think about how stressful, like I don't know, like <laughs> everything is like <laughs> fuck, like like watching my watching my parents do things when I was little was like the biggest pain in the world like <laughs> sitting in traffic to and then go do groceries and then go like you needed something so you for school and you had to get up yeah you had to you had to like actually get up and like go to the store and do this and it couldn't be like well i'm just gonna order online and you'll have your construction paper in two days or whatever mm -hmm. you know true by taking those things out you we take can, stress out of our lives uh -huh, we take stress out of our lives but and, i don't think and we allow are for time to do something else. But yeah. the thing is, the that no should be the way it works, <laughs> but it's not because the thing is, we don't just take the stress out. We we find other stuff to stress over. We replace the stress. The brain is wired to find true. problems. Yeah. And because well, it wants to solve them. And I think that one of the like one of the biggest differences to me from the beginning of the decade to now 
that I see is just like the trend in wellness. And I think that it's all. That's true. Oh, that's that is true. That, that is true. That it's all come from that because we got so overwhelmed with all of these things all of a sudden with the, with the apps and, you know, and, and, and everything just being there at all times that then we didn't know how to balance it. People were getting burnt out. Mm-hmm. People were going crazy on social media. And they needed to find a way to and cope. And they needed to find a way to cope. So it's brought, I, I, I think that getting to that point was actually a good thing because if not, we would just keep living like it's that one of those automated things. life that we know yeah, and not true. realize how much that like, we're not taking time to ourselves at all. That's a well, good point. That's like the mindfulness thing. Like right. yeah, yeah. that's how mindfulness came to be because people were so like stressed and living their lives so quickly yeah. that they were messing up and like things that you shouldn't be messing up because like, how are you messing this up if everything is so easy? Right. Yeah. But right. it's because you're not living in the moment. So and that's how kind of like exactly. the whole thing. Cause, I mean, that happens to me too. Sometimes I like lose something or I'm like, where did I put this? Or like, why didn't I know? Like, did I do? The other day I don't remember eating breakfast. <laughs> and I was like, I know that I took out like the two little donuts. <laughs> I was like, I know that I took out the two little donuts, but did I eat them? <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know if I ate them or not. So I'm like, dude, I need mindfulness. Like, I need to like live oh, no, in the moment. Right, and, like, right, yes. right. <laughs> Yeah, a little meditation. <laughs> that's why like I, I just yoga. need to like slow down. <laughs> it's true, but th- that's true. That did that did blow up this decade too. Yeah, and, and, it, and it blew up. Well, it everything, even like well, how we eat, like the vegan situation. Right, that's who, that's a part of it. That's a part <laughs> of it, right? It. Like the the eating healthier. Wellness, and it blew up eating as a healthier, to that uh, doing more exercise and fitness related mm-hmm. things, meditation, mindfulness. All these things play into that overall theme of wellness. It did. It blew up this decade. Yeah, and it did. It, it was it was a uh, to me I think it was a combination of what Karina was talking about with like the tech and burnout from tech, but also just society and the the truths that it's had to the ugly truths that it's had to face. Also, the over communication this decade. like communication made you the way, like more way aware of yeah, things the way that, that are more, happening in the world that like we yes. weren't paying attention to. We're way so, more so conscious so now mm-hmm. of things happening. We, we in have too much to worry about the city, now. the country, the world. That like that created more, com- more of that stress. You can communicate with the world so much easier, like Twitter right. or whatever like that it comes out. Could be like a good or bad thing. Right. Like all the posts on social right. media. It, it, it affects the way our we think, the way we feel, all that kind of shit. And it's like that I think created again more of those feelings that made people be like at one point or another in the day or in that year or in that month, they were like, you know, I need to just chill. Like I need to find a way to just, you know, do something else. Like, I need to go outside. I need to do this. I need to I need to do me. Like I, I need to do me. And then that happened at scale. And now we have like this movement that's like in full force. It's not even just starting nothing. No, no, no. no. It's it in, is in full it force. It is in full force with the vegetarian slash veganism and, and everything behind that. Organic. Not just not just people switching to it, but becoming activists of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then with everything fitness, uh, uh, fitness related, everything, not people just switching to it, but becoming like microphones for it. Right. Megaphones for it. Like not only do I do this, but I I do this for a million of you that follow me. And I want all of you to like do this for yourselves, yeah. too. And like mental health, too. Mental, mental health, health, too. Oh, right. That it used to have a huge stigma and then get like boom the decade turns and as we go into the decade we we start you know relating to some of these celebrities and some of these people that we would have never thought oh how could that person be sad they've got it all right and then we start realizing a lot more about the truth behind that and that which is money doesn't equal happiness right and all these things could be great about your life and there still could be a chemical imbalance in your brain that makes you feel like shit um all these things that didn't have names before depression anxiety or whatever used to just be called being a little bitch yeah, <laughs> I mean it's true. You know what I mean? Like, and like, yo, why are you being a little bitch? Like, and now you know what I mean? Like now, like, hey, hey, you know no. what? Turns out, like, you're not being a little. If bitch. we take some time to really think about this, talk this out, like, 
I've got some serious trauma, bro, and that's why I'm being a little bit <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that's that's what we started to unearth in this in this decade. There was there, there was a stigma, and it, and it wasn't until this decade that it that happened. Like everybody has been a lot yeah, more. Again. I think, like how you see memes that you're like, oh, that's fucked up, but like everyone like agrees. That <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's brought us together. That, that connectiveness. <laughs> yeah, so that like that's everybody. another that's another pro of the tech. Yeah. yeah. Because without that that part of the tech, there's that connectivity that we've all gained from it. We wouldn't have that kind of feeling. People say it's making us disconnected because they see us at the table mm -hmm. all on the phone. But what they don't know but is I'm, I'm sending you a fire ass meme that we're all going to laugh about two <laughs> seconds from now. So it's in like the I'm two seconds I'm that I'm disconnected from you guys, from you guys. <laughs> but I'm connected, but I'm connected with like 30 other people right now in two group chats and we're having a great time. I'm making fun of you, you and you. You know what I mean? Like people, we're actually mad connected. It's just we're not always super connected to who we're super sitting in front of. It's true, yeah. but it's, that's the truth. Like it's I am true. connected just not to you right now right we're in front of me. Right, there it's we go. True. Well, I mean, right now you better be connected. No, I am, I mean, I your am. focus no, better be I've right I've told here. you that this is my favorite part of the podcast. That, like, <laughs> I have to sit here and like, I can't use my phone. Except to look up for things, I just like talk to you, and I love it. Like yeah. I think this is like good. But but on top of the <laughs> but on top of the connectivity, I think that um like the stigma was lowered from it because of the fact that the technology and the apps and everything, yeah, it makes it easier to see okay who has these issues, but it also gave people more issues for so sure because people like it's it's or been, expose them. Yeah, it, it's been the topic of conversation for the past couple of years how much technology has enhanced people's anxiety mm -hmm. oh, and. True. And so then it's like, well, you know what? Like, maybe if my phone is making me feel like this, and maybe they're not a little bitch for feeling like this about like other things. Right. <laughs> so good or bad. No, but yeah, then, I think it's but both. Then you it's go both. On Instagram it's to both. Fix it because you go right, on it's Instagram both. You go on advice. Instagram, you get the likes or you get the advice yeah. or whatever, blah, 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 and then you, you your dopamine gets in, Twitter. and then you're good. I'm like, it's pros and cons. It's pros and cons. It's ebbs and flows. Like nothing was like just this gift that we got this decade that didn't come with nothing bad. Oh no. This decade was full of like. Yes, new discoveries or new forms of things, but they all come with like a uh, underbelly to it that you have to get both to really get what we're supposed to get out of whatever that thing is. The if not, we don't move forward. Everything. Yeah, I don't think we move forward without that. Like, there's always going to be pros and cons to the new things that we get. Like, we don't. You can't just get all good because then so that means something really bad's coming right behind yeah. that shit. Because <laughs> well, uh, speaking of, <laughs> that's what happened when we had Obama. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. Sometimes, we sometimes like, it's just smooth sailing. And then, <laughs> you know, and then. You, go, you, you know that last decade just, you know, it was going great. <laughs> started on such a good note. And we halfway we go through, we, we got all the way halfway through and then well, realized, I mean, okay, oh wait, we can't keep him anymore. <laughs> Now what well, do okay, we do? We didn't start on a great note because 2010 was only two years after 2008 recession. Right. Okay. True. <laughs> but we we bounce. You know, we bounce back. You guys, come on, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bounce back. Oh eight. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It happened. We were we, we none, so especially not you. Nobody here was old enough to really feel oh eight. That's true. In their wallet. No, of course. Yeah. But um, it, it was it was it was definitely a, it was definitely a thing. <laughs> it was definitely a thing. I was like recession. Who? <laughs> My family's doing okay. And you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I'm running up to my 15s in a Rolls Royce thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting thing to look back all the way back then and be like, damn, that's what I was like? Oh, Ooh. yes. Hello. Hello. What Don't even get wearing? me started. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I had... Horrible. Remember that picture that you put one time? And I was like, Oh, wow. I need to find <laughs> that shit. Damn. I'm going to make it the artwork for this episode. Stop. No, like I'll do it then versus now. No. Okay, fine. But you have to put a Please. really good picture of me now. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, there's a horrible picture of me nah, at senior breakfast. It. It's That's horrible. Funny. That's super funny. Ooh, and like yeah. they would post it all the time. And like it would come up every now and then. Like it still has come up like kind of recently. And I'm like, fuck. Like where'd you guys get this from? <laughs> I was so fair. Oh my God. Like I don't know how I had friends. 
Sorry. I, I didn't. <laughs> he's like thinking about where he's going to find it. Like, um, yeah, I'm trying to remember like, where that shit is. Like, no, he's actually like. That's at least one phone to go. Friend. That's definitely another phone to go. I'm gonna, I know if I have that SIM card somewhere. I hate that. But whatever. I was so fan. Like, I don't. We would wear like the weirdest things. And the 90s. There was a lot of color blocking going on. Yeah. And like and going out tops were still a thing. Our jeans weren't high waisted. No, they weren't. Oof. High waisted are, are brand new. They're like 2015 to now. Kinda. Somewhere. They were no, they they were like 2014 because I had a pair in 2013, but I was like early on it. Okay. Sorry. Oh, it was rough. Style influencer. <laughs> anyway. It was like well yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But like the nineties came back. Like now we're dressing more. Now like we are. Yeah, now we are. The second half of the two thousand tens was when we went back to the nineties. But at the beginning we were like dressing like straight chongas. I mean I was. Yeah, the uh. beginning was still a little weird. Because we had just Sorry. gotten past Ed Hardy and all that. Yes. Oh my god, stop. Ed Hardy. Yeah, that was oh eight, oh nine. Yeah, that was when we graduated. Ew, was it was it? so bad. Yeah, so and that means that that was the wait, turn were of the you decade. Wearing Ed Hardy? No, no. no. Mm-hmm. I never we I only wear it with like our, our clash shirt. Yeah, the clash shirt. Because it was like a Ed Hardy style, but it Gross. wasn't Ed Hardy. No, this is why I, I used to wear like. Well, that was when like we would do like the clubbing, so I would wear like clubbing <laughs> clothes all the time. <laughs> that had more clubbing. Ooh, you know what? You know what was like the ultimate clubbing clothes at that time? Like the. Oh, what is this brand called? It just closed. That Kim Kardashian bandage dress oh that yeah, everyone would wear? Know. Like BB? <laughs> well, I mean, we were buying it at, v- at BB. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I'm forgetting this right no, now. I don't know. I don't know what it was. They called. never like that's the only dress that like like once I went out of style. They and I had like horrible brows because brows. Ooh, weren't, nobody like, was, was filling their brows yet because b- because YouTube bloggers weren't a thing yet. Yeah, right. So you had no where to, like, y'all didn't know where to where to pick up the tips from and shit. You'd have to show up at Macy's and be like, "Hi, ugly." So now those ladies ain't even shit no more. <laughs> Nobody's even going to talk to them. Everybody's just yeah, on YouTube no, now, huh? Like, no, yeah, man. Everyone was getting their makeup done at MAC, leaving with the fucking Damn. <laughs> That's too funny. Well, I still use the same makeup every day. The Maybelline, the Maybelline one. Oh, my God. All right, all right, all right. No, we've done <laughs> We're not going to do that. We're not going to talk about makeup. No, don't worry, we, fellas. No, but we did We we did dress a lot differently. And no, like, definitely well, we did. Know, boys have because always we looked like a shirt real, and jeans. We looked it. real. There, nobody was getting lip injections. I would have well. to go back, but I I think around that time, we were all wearing still uh, like the I'm surfer, surfer brand type stuff. Yeah, the like American Hollister. Eagle, Hollister oh, yeah. was, no, was popular Hollister, back then. Like no, 2010, I definitely wore all things that you could buy at Paxson. Like yeah. Uh, yeah, Billabong, you know, Element, like all that kind of shit. Because that Vulcan. shit was just new versions <laughs> of the shit I had grown up wearing anyway. Like, yeah. Um, but then it became like kind of cool at that time. So I was like, oh, well, this works out. Um, <laughs> now we're more minimalistic, I would say. Like, you don't really yeah. wear like logos. I think that's, that's part of growing up, too. Because no, I think kids, they the still trends. wear a lot of graphic shit. No, they don't. Sure. Kids wear shirts with fucking Spider-Man on it and all that okay, kind of shit. Okay, you're talking kids. kids. Oh, talking my bad. Like I'm talking kids. Olds. Well, yeah, because now, oh, yeah, no, the new graphic tees, ch- the graphic tees, are, I wear them too. These 20, these, these 15, 18, 20, 24 year olds, they wear the band tees now. The band that, that they've never heard of, they wear oh, all those band yeah, tees. yeah, that's a good point. That's, those are graphic tees. I took a picture of this, it was probably me. They wear like Metallica shirts oh, and yeah. Pink Floyd oh, shirts and that all is. that shit. And that I was... You know, our generation kind of brought that back a little bit, but they still they still rock it because their artists that are around our age are the ones that they're looking up to, and they're still rocking all that kind of shit. Like Which a Travis Scott or whatever will wear some dope ass, you know, punk rock '90s band 
And all these kids will go look it up and try to get that shirt. I saw like the refuse kid in Winwood once wearing an <laughs> Iron Maiden shirt. And I went up to yeah, him, you like, see, like, have you ever listened to Iron Maiden? He's no, like, no. I was like, he bye. He's never heard of Iron Maiden. He thought the skull looked cool, and that's fine. You know, oh God, if you think a shirt looks dope, was. you should be able wow. to buy. It. I don't think you have to like recite three songs to wear the shirt. And you know, if it's a cool shirt, if, no. If you're gonna, but wear I will band, always you ask you. But I will. No, you don't. But yes, I will ask do. you. I will ask you. You're gonna be cooler if you've actually heard of them. If you haven't, like, whatever, it's cool, man. You like the shirt, you like the shirt. I'm not going to hate. <laughs> I did that to Stephanie one time, and I felt bad about it after. So I was oh, like, I'm not going to do that to nice. people anymore. No, I do it to people on that song. I ask, but I don't, <laughs> I don't judge. I judge. So, Yo, the early 2000s was a really weird, like, I just want to All right, but we're, we're only talking no. about this decade, though. 2010. <laughs> no, <laughs> just the sorry, sorry, the, the, the 2010s. Oh. Like, I feel like between 2010 and 20, like, 13, 14, like, what the fuck were we wearing? It was just confusing. <laughs> like, like just, we were wearing like different stuff. Cute there was no real like trend going on. It was just like we just don't remember right now, but there was. Oh for no, sure. I'm going back in my Instagram. In 2012, between 2010 we were and 2012, I wore camel shorts <laughs> every day. <laughs> camel shorts yeah. every day. Camel I always wore camel shorts almost every wow. day. Oh, we were wearing like these little see-through tops. Oh God, that was like the decade of going of going out tops. I'm telling you, it was that's dying when we would out. go out. Yeah, man. That's what we were doing, oh. going out. Yeah, so we, ha we have to just a little bit study. Yeah, but that's when you, you couldn't wear sneakers to the club and shit. I hated oh, yeah, that. Yeah, no, I wear sneakers true. all the time. It wasn't until like mid to 2010s that that was okay again. Maybe early. Which, I, don't know. which I, I don't, I feel like in general, like we've, like society has like, is like too chill. Nah, fuck like that. athleisure came about. Athleisure's like, oh, yeah, dope. I, I, I hope it doesn't go anywhere. Sports bra, like at the bar. No, no, that's oh, great. Oh no, not I like that it. either. No, but I like I like going out like during. Yeah, the, the look, she got the you know workout. Yeah, but I wouldn't go out. Shorts. Well, I would go out to well, Winwood like because this, but like yeah. I wouldn't go to like out out like depends on like what the vibe is too. Like no, it was I would like go Sunday out, like, brunch. Oh no, and people yeah. wearing like Lululemon and shit at the Sunday brunch. Like a fashion nova sports bra. Well, hey, that's another that's another what do you call it? It's the the wellness wave too, you know. Fitness is cool, so girls want to look like they do the fitness. But thing. it's like fake. It's fake well, fitness. Well, because okay, it's a fake. Oh, girls are fake. Mm. People, you people girls, are fake. People oh. are fake. Um, I mean, I would go to brunch in gym clothes. If all right. It's like <laughs> <laughs> we wore clothes. We still wear clothes. We wore clothes then. Some of the clothes were stupid. I'm sure. Some of them are now, or probably stupid. In ten years, we're gonna be like, why would I wear that? Except me, I'm always fresh. Timeless, 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 timeless and timeless classic. Fashion. My stuff is timeless and classic. Um, okay, so we talked about tech. We talked about the way you know we interact with shit. We talked about Can how we, we listen to music. Can we talk about the Kardashians now? No, we're not going to talk about the Kardashians. <laughs> Ever? Now. We'll but get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get to. We're going to get to people who define the decade, okay. but we're not going to start with them. Fine. Okay. We're going to talk about Aubrey. <laughs> and Jesus. and how he going to cry. What he did over this decade, because I mean it's. Commend worthy. Yes. He took over hip hop for this decade. He really for did. sure. Yeah. Um, Drake is who we're talking about. Yes. Um, so in 2011, I, I don't know what he put out in 2010, and I don't care. In 2011, <laughs> his best album arrived, which is still to this day his best album, and that was Take Care. Of course. Right? What year was that? 2011. It's been a while. Really? It's been a while. It's been. I was Are you sure? I was going through that, that Spotify playlist, sure. and everything was Drake. Damn. So. It released November fifteenth, twenty eleven. Wow! Right, this is the the oh, is album that gave us yes. This is the album that gave us a lot of hits, a lot of hits. This is 
peak Drake. Oh, I'm gonna cry. I wanna go. He back. peaked at the very <laughs> beginning and still was relevant for a whole nother nine fucking years. He peaked at the beginning. Someone we got that out of it. Oh, I wanted them to get married. We got this out of it. <laughs> he introduced us to the weekend, man. Yeah. Like this was a this was a crazy album. This is a really crazy album. And it just has it has everything on it, man. It's a really good album. I thought we were going to take care of Oh, you don't get it to you. You know what I mean? Like, this is Drake. This is Drake's real, true well, arrival, I still, man. I still say that. So then, like, you already know, though. And, like, I'm talking about the motto. <laughs> so this, this was his real, true arrival to me. Yeah. And we still say that shit. There you go. You know what I mean? This was, to me, his, his say, him saying, I'm here. Like I'm here and for I, real, for real. That mixtape was cool, and everybody talking about how yeah, I made it off a mixtape. But like, yeah, he had a first album. But his but first album was anything. probably all radio records that I don't give a fuck what? about. This was him. Have you listened? To, have you? <laughs> this was to him. His first album? Yeah, I I remember that. Oh, album. It's whatever. That album is whatever. Um, that's a uh, thank uh, me now or thank me later. Thank me later. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, well, we thanked him then. Um, here we go. Take care <laughs> was the real one that I was like, this is an artist now. Like this is this isn't just poppity bullshit. This is drake this guy can rap yeah. this guy can sing this guy's bringing new sounds take care to me set him up for the rest of the decade to be for us to look at him and be like oh no you're a star but people didn't think of that at first he went through a lot he he did he kinda, because the he thing is did. by did not, he was almost like the cry baby of like at well, the yeah, very beginning like, everybody but everybody would always be like oh he's a bitch but at like, the <laughs> very very beginning <laughs> but that was like kinda 20 like, yeah, that's why we maybe that's why 2009 into 2010 like but that's it no. by 2011 when this album dropped bro people isn't that the album they, with marvin's room yeah exactly that's when they talk the most shit but people still say that kind of shit now like that oh. was that was him Put building that brand right there. Even like that, he, that's, that's part of his brand. That's yeah, he, he didn't have that as part of his brand yet. Like, like you that, never know if you're Marvin's room is a reason you yeah, that you think true. about Drake think calling about. his ex. Mm -hmm. Like Marvin's Crying. room without Marvin's room, we wouldn't even that wouldn't be this association thing we have yeah, with like Drake, Drake music and, and making and you want to be in yeah. your ex, right? Drake music, that's what it makes you do, right? Think about your ex, but, but you never know what you're gonna. You didn't get. know. You didn't know that's what it made you want to do until you got take care. I really don't think so. Like, <laughs> I don't think so. I think it was. I think it's a seminal album. I think if we're gonna talk music now and the people, not not talk music, but to talk about the people that affected this decade the most, him arriving with, you know, the thank me later and the so far gone right before the decade, and then coming out and putting this as his stamp for 2011 going forward into the decade, that was like the first step to him becoming the pop star, the world global superstar that he is today. Yeah. That was his first step. And then as the decade rolled on, he just, he just delivered. That's really all he had to do was, and there was a point that he that was shit on propped him on a pedestal. Yes. And then that's what he did. He, he worked. Straight bangers. Yeah. He worked like the guy who was his mentor in the first place, because that's what Lil Wayne did. And that's why we yeah. love Lil Wayne, because there was a Lil Wayne verse on every fucking song in 2006, seven, eight. Um, so it still happened in the, in the decade. Yeah. So in the decade, he just like, wouldn't yeah. put out that many, like, Right, him, but, right. Like but he was always he was everywhere. He's always everywhere. He's always gonna like. Love so Drake him, did that. Drake put out music <laughs> consistently that we were happy with, and not only that, but he kind of showed us a lot about his personality thanks to social becoming a thing in this decade too, and him getting all these opportunities to be on like TV and award shows, and he was hosting the ESPYS one year, hosting wow. that the next year. Like he rose to be the biggest right now, the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. Biggest artist yeah. in the world, if you don't come, not kind of Beyonce or Rihanna. Or or to no Kanye. Kanye is no, not Kanye as big of an artist as Drake. As not as, as, the, as Drake. artist not right anymore. now. Not, not artist right now. Drake is the biggest artist, male yeah. artist in the uh, world. Yeah, I think in so. the world. Yeah. And I'm not, uh, and he's a pop artist. Let's yeah. be fair. Yeah. 
but he's a he's the biggest one. He also looks like a Dominican papi now. Right. So that helps. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I love his Jamaican accent. Yeah. Oh. oh, he's <laughs> gained he's gained many accents over the decade <laughs> like, as well. They're like, we're they weren't there at the beginning. I never heard any know, of those that's accents. That's how you know he's a superstar. They're like, we're really letting him do this. Yeah, no, we let him do. We get it. <laughs> he gets away with murder. Him. Like this guy, he's lost two beefs while we. No, he won a beef, lost a beef. We what didn't give a fuck. He beat McMill. Oh yeah, Did but they like that was this decade, friends. and now that was that a was, that was a good beef. No, it's that, that that's the thing about this guy. This guy has done. He's been through a lot of shit. He's shown us almost all of it because he's had he, to, he's had he no choice again? but to live it in the public light. P- push a T. Oh right, awesome. that was recent though. Yeah, right. That's yeah. this decade. I mean, I know, but I'm just saying. I didn't. I didn't know as much <laughs> about it. So yes, they make me and I was all up on that shit. Yeah, okay. and the world was. The, the world was. The world was. That was epic. <laughs> and they they were friends before, and then they had that fight, and now they're cool again. So. That that was a curvature that we also got in the in the That's decade was them like going from France to beef yeah. to now cool again. That was cool. And they brought um, they brought back what but is he, that, like he the, those songs that are just to like talk shit. Oh, uh, distracts, what do you call that? Distracts, distracts. yeah. Distracts. distracts distracts became more of a thing again in twenty ten. Yeah, because yeah. they were cool early two thousands when we got uh-huh. Jay Z versus Nas and Fifty Cent versus Ja Rule, but they were kind of dormant. But then everyone was for friends. A while. Yeah, everyone's kind of cool with each other. <laughs> and then he came and here comes this guy, and then there's a little bit more beef, a little bit more beef. There was Be good nice. beef this decade. <laughs> the, but the, that's not the best beef of the decade, though. What was and it? And if we're going to keep talking about who, people who, who affected this decade, who? Solange Knowles. Against who? Jay Z. Oh, The only beef that really got physical. Oh, my God. All these other people, they want to trade shots over the microphone, but nah, Solange was ready for that action. Solange was ready for that action. I, I yeah. forgot that happened. Oh, we got a whole, years. look, we got three albums out of one elevator. We got Lemonade yep. out of that elevator. Yep, yes. We got A Seat at the Table yep. out of that elevator. And we got 444 out of that elevator. True. Damn. One elevator within this one decade gave us three, three albums. amazing albums. Amazing fire albums. albums. Yep. All fire, Hello, fire, Lemonade fire. was the first album to be dropped like that, remember? First oh, surprise album. Yeah. First surprise album. Ta-ha. No, it was Beyonce. It was Beyonce. Lemonade oh, came it, it two was, years after. No, yeah, sorry. Beyonce, Beyonce by Beyonce. It was Beyonce. Which where is every song had a, a, music video. a music video. That was Lemonade, no? No. That she had like the no, Lemonade was yeah, the one yeah, where yeah. she dropped That's it on Lemonade. HBO. That's Lemonade. Beyonce also had about. Beyonce had the one but where Beyonce, uh-huh. where you where you when you got it on your phone it was a visual album and it was, it was all album. the music videos and you had to look at all the music videos. Yeah, and, and you had to buy it on iTunes. Yeah, you had to buy it. I remember that shit. But that then shit Lemonade was crazy. had the same thing too, right? Because she did a Lemonade was the, the the one where they premiered it on HBO and, and all, all the videos, videos played back to yeah. back to yeah. back as a as narrative, a movie, okay, okay. as a movie, and then they dropped the next day on but title. By, but by the time that she did Lemonade, like people like like she just said, Okay, I'm gonna have an HBO special. They didn't know. Yeah, they didn't even album, know that it was an album. But you figured but Beyonce was the first album that, that was just, just like, dropped out of like, nowhere. No announcement, no announcement, no nothing, no clues. So that became a thing this year too. Yeah, and she so she counts right. This She's decade. definitely uh, one of the people who affected this decade. Yeah, yes, because Beyonce's Beyonce. Beyonce. Defying Hello and her her Coachella performance that like yeah. won. Her and Coachella performance, and I think which is more recently, right? She, yeah. she proved this decade that like she just she just fucking does her and doesn't give a shit because after that elevator, um, situation, what I forgot where she was at the beginning of the decade. She, she got she pregnant. Did. We got Blue Ivy this decade. Oh yeah, you're right. So we we start there. She became yeah, mom so Beyonce this yeah, decade. True. So she she first she did like a, I think it was a VMA performance or a Grammy performance. And she, oh, she, she, remember she, she touched her belly or some shit. Remember? Yeah. That was like the last time the VMAs were relevant. She let us know. <laughs> she let the world know that uh, Blue Ivy was coming. Then yeah. Blue Ivy came. 
And they she laid back for a little bit. Then they did uh on the run. That, that, well, th- oh um, yeah. And they did on, on the, the run, run together. Time before, or after tour. the elevator. Before. Before. Yeah. When that was before. when everything was all good, wow, and it's, it's you and me and our daughter now, uh-huh. and on the run. And then came elevator. The mid to mid twenty tens, and then came the elevator. And then that's when. And then and remember then she did, and then she dropped Beyonce because then she did. The Beyonce before the elevator. Beyonce's yes. 2015, 2016, okay, and no, then the right. elevator happened, and then that's when we get these last and few then, years. And then she did the remix of Feeling Myself, and uh-huh. she had that, um, or I don't know what song it was with Nicki Minaj. With Nicki Minaj uh-huh, yep. That that's she, Beyonce. That she has, I know it's Beyonce. No, off that one, but, off that album. Oh, yeah, yeah. That she has that <laughs> line that she's like, of course some shit's going to go down after when there's a billion dollars in, in an, an elevator. elevator. And you're just like, okay, she doesn't care. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was great. So, so definitely, okay, we got Drake up there. Solange and Beyonce, and yeah. Jay-Z. All Solange, three of them. Solange really came through this fucking... No, oh, absolutely. Decade. She belongs out there. And if for anybody who there, maybe doesn't know as much about Solange, what, well, here's what I'll tell you. Here's what I'll tell incredible. you. Behind the scenes, Solange influenced all of the cool shit that you experienced yep. this decade. Yep. Uh, if not all of it, a quarter of it, a half of yep. it. Because Solange is the girl that is friends with all the people that you love, and you don't know that they're friends, and she's that cool friend that they have that sh- they steal stuff uh-huh. from, the ideas and borrow cool shit from. That's and then you end up falling in love with the person you already knew, the Tyler, the creator, the Beyonce, the Kehlani, the wh- whoever it is that you already love, the the Taylor even. They got a lot of their swag from her. From Solange Knowles. I'll tell you that right now. Anybody who really is about the culture like that and, and has watched Solange this decade knows that. Her and She's then the, the male equivalent to her would be uh, ASAP Rocky. To me, ASAP really? Rocky, in terms of fashion and oh, a true. lot of all the shit that he did, people, especially early to 2010s, said he was a fucking weirdo. And he like, what was he talking about? Why is he rapping like he's from Houston? Why is he wearing that shit? Why is he calling himself pretty? That's fucking weird. That's true. And <laughs> turns out ASAP Rocky was like totally a like a forefather of the rest of this decade and all these other little kids yeah. who came after because. They dress like him. They all want to be like fly like that. He he brought back that like pretty boy, like fly yeah, boy yeah. shit. You know what I mean? He brought back that. He, he brought that through Harlem, which is something we didn't get since all the way you know and two it, decades ago, which was like, like he also Mace back, Diddy. Yeah, he but but like Diddy and these people, he's oh I feel like ASAP is the one one that actually brought back like hip hop being so like intertwined with the fashion industry. Yeah, because exactly. He, he helped that back. One. Yeah. Him yeah. And, and Ye obviously plays a role there too, right? But no, no, but, be, no, but Rocky because Ye was against the fashion industry and he Well the fashion industry was against Ye. Well yes. <laughs> but they were cool with Rocky from the get. But they were cool uh, from they were the get. Cool yeah, he was like a he model was in so he was a model and then he got mm-hmm. so this decade to me, if we're talking about like let's call them the people that affected this decade that a lot of people don't know affected this decade or aren't willing to really like think about it and give them the credit. To me, the the guy for that is Rocky, and the girl for that is Solange for sure. Yeah. Um. Now and back to the people like that just totally dominated it, right? We're let now let's get to your friends. The Kardashians. They they won the decade. They, they won. The, they, yeah. And if you don't agree, you're wrong. If you're hating on that, you can hate <laughs> on that. You can hate on the way that that went down. You can hate on the way but that supposedly it. it all came from this one tape. You can hate on the roots of it. You can hate on the way it went down, but th- you can't deny it. The bottom line is these women came through and dominated this decade. And and really, the one to really honor is is Kris Jenner. Hell that yeah. lady is the mastermind Genius. of it all. The mastermind of it all. The lady is an entrepreneur. I give her all the props in the world because she has m- branded this thing and marketed this thing and squeezed the money out of E like a true and hustler. Out of each and like every a one true of them, hustler. Every like, single one, each of, one them. of them, it has something. 
Yes. Yeah. Each one of them. Like, Kim has yes. all her beauty things. Like, the fact that she's married to Kanye. Like, right. all her kids. They each like have their own Even thing. Even the little kids are going to have a whole bunch right. of Right. Oh, a thousand percent. Right. Like, North Those is, they're going to be, forever. and they're beautiful. They, they're they women beautiful. that have, uh, uh, they're in touch enough with the culture to understand, one, they're self-aware of, of their impact on it. Yeah. And two, they understand that if if they can come across authentic enough about a thing that they want to do, that thing will work. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it was this because girl with the makeup mm-hmm. or this girl with this shit or with the other girl with the clothes with the jeans or whatever. Like whatever yeah, it is. Like, like Chloe did her, her exercise thing. Like uh-huh. she she was a it, lot about it, body yeah, image too. Like let's be very real. They've things. changed themselves, they've changed their Even faces, like their they've faces. changed their bodies. But, but they've they fucking that. made a way to make you want it. Like whatever it is that they want or they're doing or whatever it is, they f- they figured out a way to make you want it. And regardless of whether you want it or not, you're following. You them. pay attention because for attention. whatever reason, it's like this thing you and can't. And if you're paying attention, they're making money. They're relevant. They're relevant. No yeah. matter how also, much people want to pretend they're not relevant, the thing is, when you can move dollars the way that they can move dollars, it makes you impactful in culture. It doesn't matter. It, it the thing that matters the most is is numbers to people who want to have opinions on. What, what's nice and what's not nice or what's cool, what's not cool. Guess what doesn't matter at the end of the day is who's really moving the culture? Well, who's mm-hmm. moving how people buy things and what they buy. And the Kardashians yeah. do that. They affect culture to the point where they affect the things that people buy at scale. Yep. Yeah. This lady built a billion-dollar brand off some lip, what is it, lip, lip kits? kits? Lip kits. Lip kits. But okay, the thing is that have you ever watched the Kardashians? No, I have okay. never watched not even one okay, episode. Okay, you need to watch one episode of them because they're literally like, us if we had like a billion dollars to like do whatever yeah. the so they we wanted, so that's why people like, like it so relatable very relatable and like they really are like at first kim was like a little obviously if you watch it like back then they were like pretty oh, those annoying. are my favorite but those episodes. are the best ones because they were still like not like not famous enough that they cared like they were still doing annoying shit but right. like they, they were just like you saw them get to where they are now dude 10 years ago we were still at the level with the kardashians like we didn't we i don't think we had any idea like how I th- they were I gonna think, be yeah i think that but i think that by Chris this knew. point in the beginning Probably. in the beginning of the decade like we knew how big kim was gonna be we didn't know how big everyone all else of was them gonna be. right like 10 years ago was like they Courtney all could have just chilled like eating shit with their like they take miami shows and yeah. all this stuff that's like, a thing that's a thing after yet. all that reality show shit like it's they could have just chilled yeah they could they could have that's enough of a bag where you could chill and maybe do one or two little things and that's it but, all but they all chose to like keep going make this make that like i like, want to oh, do this like, was like, oh, I'm, a mom. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do this i'm gonna have this blog like I'm do you know how many fucking rich girls you've never heard of are chilling right now and they don't want to start a brand they don't want to do nothing they just want to <laughs> yeah. collect daddy's money all day yeah no. so like if we're not gonna hate on those hundreds or thousands of girls that are doing that how are you going to hate on the ones that yeah you're right they were born fortunate enough to into this money or whatever but they they didn't just fucking sit on it yeah. they decided to do something with it how could i hate on on having that mentality that's the mentality of wanting to do something day, for yourself and create something They're for all yourself hustlers. hell yeah they work hard as hell how hard they work is not for me to judge the the, the fact that they work at all is yeah. automatically <laughs> just put sets them apart from what they could be because if i yeah. was in their spot and if people listening to this Ooh, were in their spot boy. like oh. Would you, what would you do? Would you chill? Or would you like, like, would you really do all the shit that they're trying to do? And yes, I understand that they have teams and a lot of people want to discredit um, their success because they say it's not them. It's the teams that that are around them. Well, guess what? You have to be smart in the first place or the mom has to be smart in the first place to even put those kind of right people around them Mm -hmm. for them, for them to continue to do these things at work. Because when was the last time you heard about um, some other famous fucking 
random girl from the mid 2000s yeah she djs and shit now <laughs> you know what i mean and they didn't make it and like Nic- nicole, Nic- nicole, nicole richie. richie i used to love them you know what i mean these I are the same ones so same thing she has a fashion line now fine but, but they're same they're not, thing reality show yeah. right reality show beginnings to the masses at least reality yeah. show beginnings Probably they they didn't turn money. out the same way. Definitely, no, they probably more. Yeah, probably from probably just as much, money. if not more, yeah. money because of their lineage. Well, they were friends. And too. guess what? Well, they're friends, but they're and friends. Oh, they're not no. relevant. Hold on, hold on. The fact that you even said that. Oh, Nicole. you realize that Kim Kardashian started by organizing Paris Hilton's closet. There you go. Oh, she was yes. her assistant. Yeah, she comes full circle. And look at her now. Well, I mean, so, so it goes to show what you can do with it. I think that um, I think that them and anyone who's associated with them, it's a it's a strong brand that became. One of the biggest brands in the world this decade the is biggest. that brand, that it's Kardashian brand. No, it's not the biggest, but it became... Who's the one, biggest? The biggest brand? I'm not saying people. I'm saying brand because I'm taking them okay, further I mean, than yeah. just being people. Like, what they've done this decade is create that brand that will now yeah, like live on past yeah. that decade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean is that there's a lot of people who were famous this decade that they didn't build that brand. They were yeah. famous and we forgot about them or they were already famous before this decade, so they already had their brand. But if we're talking about this, using this decade to build a brand, you got Drake, you got the Kardashians. It's hard to think of that many others that were able to completely dominate culture for the entire span of the ten years we're looking at, in the, in a way where they like they were around that whole time. Oh yeah, the yeah. entire span. There's no, no one. There's not that many. Like, mm-hmm. I can't think of that many more off the top that were not around before because yeah. that's the thing. Both of them. Both of the two things we're talking about right now came around that cusp, came around that turn into the 2010s. So think about all the other shit we've listened to, watched, experienced this decade that a lot of it was around for that year or that month or those two years even. And that's it. Now we look back at it. And yeah, it was cool. But it's it doesn't have that same weight that they do as far as, you know, this guy, Drake, and and these these girls, the Kardashians, they, they've turned themselves from more than just people into brands that have literally become household names that will never like they're not going anywhere anytime soon yeah that's really what it did well i have to say i think that for the end of the decade the only other person that's had that much effect on the culture has been cardi b cardi b for sure cardi b's name she's only come around in the last three years but Every single person knows who Cardi B is. Yes, she, that's her, true. She's adopted her slogans and in the same way, like in her personality, she really has not released a lot of music at all. She's had one album and true. she and she she just blew up out of nowhere because she did the same thing. She knew that, OK, she was a stripper, but she had her personality. She just started posting off her everyday things, her fucking random. You have to be relatable. Queens or Brooklyn, wherever the fuck she's from. She's from the Bronx. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> the Bronx. <laughs> Where <And> the fuck? <laughs> Somewhere in New York. Yeah. She she just started she she just started talking talking to Instagram about her beefs and all this shit. But that's another thing that the Kardashians did. Following. That's what the Kardashians did. They yeah. they they grew with social media. Exactly. So like they always used like they were always on Instagram. They were always on Twitter. They were always on everything. So then all the time you would hear about the Kardashians. So I think that that's one thing that they did very well and Cardi B too. And I think mm-hmm. that everybody that gets big just uses social media very well. Yeah. And Drake and Drake too. Like I think through his music, he was relatable. So I think you yeah. have to be relatable. Yeah, I think that's how you get. I think that's how you get like to that degree because you feel like you're friends with them. 
Yeah. Like I'm telling you, if you watch one episode of the Kardashians, you're gonna be like, Andreina would do this dumb shit. Like right, right. she would be like if she had the money, yeah. she would be doing this right now. Like they spy on each other, they like play have you seen of them making fun of each other? Like they all just oh, stuff like favorite. each other. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah, that the yeah. other day. <laughs> so like it's funny. Or like there was one episode that they all go spy on like Courtney or something because they're like, What what's Courtney up to? Like I would do that to my friends. I'd be like, What the fuck is this bitch doing? And that's the thing is that everyone can make fun of them as much as they want, but, but they make fun of themselves. Yeah, exactly. So they're laughing on the way to the bank. They don't care. They're so does she. So does Cardi, Cardi's like that yeah, too, right? Yeah, and exactly. But here, like that too. That's here's that the thing: we would, uh, and I wanna. And Jake this too. Is good. Jake Cardi, is like, fine. Cardi <laughs> did come in late, but Cardi is somebody that I think will continue like past this day, de- going into yeah, the next too. decade. She's somebody who's gonna be have benefited from being here in this last, let's call it like third of this decade, and mm-hmm. is gonna hit the next decade where things are just like lined up for her. Like she, she's she's had one of the best rises that we saw this decade. Because in terms so of rises, yeah, like let's let's put away just um, what we were doing before, where it's kind of like these people who dominated the decade. We got two good ones out of that, right? We got Drake and and we got the Kardashians out of that. If we're talking just people who had meteoric rises during the 2010s, I think Cardi's definitely near the top of that list, if not at the top of that list. True, but yep. but if we're looking at the whole decade, I want to remind you that before we ever got Cardi, this lady showed up in 2011. This shit, y'all were not ready. Oh, Nikki. Yeah. I did not like this song. I did I, not I like this, this record song, at all. Song. I spent a whole summer learning to rap this song. You see? And you know who did a video to this song? The Kardashians, and I love that video. Because he ill, he real, he might got a deal. He pop bottles and he got the right kind of bill. He top, he dope, he might sell coke. Yeah, I was in the air. I love this song. Get it off the shit. Okay, so in but 2011, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj showed up, <laughs> right? That was huge because <laughs> this, another thing that was huge this decade, not just in music, but I'm, because we're still in music, women, like this yes. domination oh, of so women in the about. arts. Her and Gaga, the, 2011 was year. when her and Gaga I mean showed up hard because yeah. oh, Gaga yeah. was a... Uh, Remind me of the song. Uh, I know her. Bad romance. Like bad romance. Bad romance. Yeah, bad That's romance. 2011 too. Okay. Okay. Wow. So that she showed up with the fucking weird, weird. outfit and the wild ass music video, and people were like, "What the fuck is this?" That's one. <laughs> then you had Nicki Minaj, who came out of fucking nowhere. She had different Pink characters wigs. for her voice and these crazy wigs, Gross. and she yeah, could make she a was... pop record like the one we just yeah. heard, but then she could wrap her ass off on the next track. Yes. And we hadn't gotten that before. And we got both of those women right around the same time, right at the cusp of the decade. And these women really pretty much, to me, laid out the blueprint for the rest of the decade and the rest of all these other women that have come in to be and been completely themselves, been not afraid to be themselves, and have been like super uh, accepted and embraced by the culture. Nikki, before Cardi ever got here, let's try to remember a time before Cardi. Nikki was Cardi before Cardi. Yeah. Nikki w- and not not to say that they're the same kind of people, but I'm talking about their place in the culture. Yeah. And I don't do, I don't think that it's a good thing that we should only allow one, one woman to be there at all. No, and now we're not. Now we have plenty. Yeah. But at the time, Nikki w- took that spot, the spot that we used to only have one of. So I think the the biggest difference is that before, like you're thinking about like the early 2000s and stuff, mm-hmm. we looked at celebrities and we admired them and stuff because they were un unrelatable because it was like this unattainable life and that's what we yeah. liked and i think that's one of the biggest differences that i hadn't even noticed before was that 
now we expect so much more from them. Right. And I think that was a big shortfall on Nikki is that at the end of the day, she, she, was, not she, just said she was not relatable. And I think that's why, talent aside, I think that's why she hasn't stuck on in the way that she really could have. And like as quickly as Cardi has because of that. I think the the explanation for Nikki's fall off is multifaceted and very complicated. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with her management. And I think a lot of it has to do with her mental health. And I don't I don't want to speak on any of that because I don't know about it. And I like I I've heard Nicki Minaj yell at people before and I would hate Hate, hate, hate to ever have to face that woman. So I'm Nicki Minaj is great. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think she, she I think she's awesome. <laughs> like, yo, that lady's scary. So I'm good on that. She but what I will tell you is that she's a big reason why we ever got a Cardi or a Meg Thee Stallion or yeah. any of that. Yeah. We wouldn't have gotten them the same way that before that Eve and, and Lil Kim and them is yeah. the reason we got Nicki, right? But mm-hmm. but I think it's important because if we're talking about the decade, she all these these the past two, three, four years of women dominating would not have happened to me without a Gaga. And without a Nikki at the beginning, like I think that that was super important for not just women, um, but for music. Like I think that that just kind of made people be like, "Oh, the weird shit back." Like <laughs> I, I thought that that was cool. People were trying to be too cool, and these girls yeah. were like, "Fuck being cool." And then Drake was like, literally the anti that. Like he's like the coolest cool guy you've ever met, right? <laughs> so we got this kind of balance between Nicki Minaj and Drake, both Lil Wayne products that he brought to us early to 2010s. True. Then we, we go on, right? 2012 gets there. And we're talking about meteoric rises. Kendrick Lamar arrived in 2012. Okay. He's Kendrick good. Lamar, to me, that's a huge meteoric rise. Kendrick Lamar is a Pulitzer Prize. None of your other favorite rappers do. None of them. <laughs> how does he have a... For what? Because of his pen. Wow. That's how good, uh, I think, to really Pimp good. a Butterfly or whatever yeah. it is. Kendrick Lamar showed up. He didn't make a lot of noise. He just showed up. He put out that album. He put out that first album. And people were like, who the fuck is this? And that's it. He's never looked back. He's got the Grammys now. He's got, he's been around the world. He's one of the biggest stars in hip hop. He sells, he he sells the most records out of everybody. He's so low though. He's the only person who sells more records in, in terms of rap or whatever. And if we call it rap would be a Drake. Nobody else sells more, not even J. Cole. Kendrick sells the most records this entire decade. If we were to look at it, he's got the most plaques or whatever. Uh, again, not including Drake. He's got, and he's probably, he's probably close. It's probably close because he's been on Taylor Swift records. Yeah. He he's yeah. been, he's been on Maroon 5 records. Yep. You know what I mean? Like this guy, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's had, he's had a crazy decade. Like nobody knew who the fuck he was in 2010. And by 2012, this, that first album dropped by 2015, that second album dropped. By the time he had a third album, everyone just kind of knew, like, oh, shit, yeah. you don't even drop an album around that time because this guy is the the rapper of the rappers. Like, Drake, we don't look at him as a rapper rapper anymore. We look at him as Drake. He's his own thing now. We don't look yeah, at him as a rapper. He's not one of the rappers. This guy, Kendrick, came out, and now he's the best rapper. And, like, the only people that will tell you that he's not the best rapper, they probably are big fans of another guy who came out this decade and had a very similar path to him just with a little bit of different music, which is J. Cole. But those two guys are a, a level above anybody else that we're talking about in music because everybody else that we're talking about in music showed up later. Those two guys have been there since the beginning of the decade. They all came around the same time. It's and just they've Drake been wa- just as big from, from the minute that they hit it. That's what it was. Yeah. In, in those early 2010s, we got all three of them. We got the three biggest rappers we've had this decade. We got Drake, we got J. Cole, and we got Kendrick. So yeah, if we're talking Drake. meteoric rises... I think Kendrick had a big meteoric rise. I think Cardi had a big meteoric rise this decade. Um, I think it goes without saying that um, 
Can we talk about the Muter Grise of Latin music? There we go. That's where I wanted to get. <laughs> that happened this decade. J Balvin, Bad Bunny, J Osuna. J Balvin, Bad Bunny, Osuna, uh, Anuel. Um, who else? Tell, help me. I mean, Nicky Jam came back really strong. Yeah, there you go. Um, Daddy Yankee came back strong as well. Daddy Yankee came, came back, back like if he never He's left. He's another hit. Like if he never Whoa. left. So, um, so the rise of this, what, um, what Kikan calls trapetón. Yes. Um, and what, what I think the <laughs> people, <laughs> have, they're calling it they, urban. They call it, uh, Latin la, trap. They call ur, it Latin ur, trap. Latin trap. Musica Latina Urbana. Yeah. Right? <laughs> All that shit. It's in your, like if, you know, if you got, you got Spotify, <laughs> Apple, it's under, it's under Urbana Latina, some shit like yeah. that. But what we're talking about is all this music by all these artists we just named. Um, when would we say that it started coming back? 2016, 2015. Yeah. 2015. 2015. 2015. I think 2015. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't say coming back because today I don't ever went away. It's just that. But into the, more, into the mainstream. Into the mainstream. Into the mainstream. Well, it all started with Despacito, if you really think about it. Yeah. That's, yes. when, that's when the, that's yes, when the, Damn, the United that's, States yeah, started like, accepting to like Spanish music, Despacito. Okay. What, ta- what year is Despacito? Like Let's see. Before. I'm looking it up. 2017. Okay, no, but then it was before. It was before then, because I was ready back to listening. Well, I mean, I was already back to listening to music. Like, no, but but no, but but Despacito was definitely the first song that crossed over. Yeah, I think so. I think and so. Then, and then I think the it just seems like it seems one. like a longer amount of Me time, but too. really it's because it's just it's the more recent years. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about well, this year, last year, twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's what it was. Because you know what was cool right before that, Afrobeats and the Jamaican Caribbean wave. That's why we got. Um, controller, controller, <laughs> oh, yeah, and true. one dance, and two dance, and three dance, and, and all work. those party next door records, work. and work, and work, work. and um, you're too good for me. Yeah, all that shit. That's what was that was the sound. That's true. In 2016, and now 2015. We have Drake. Oh, and we got a ooh, which I think honestly was the best record out of all those records that had all that song. It wasn't a Drake record. It was this record right here. Oh, unforgettable. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite. Oh, yeah. I have it in my list of songs. This shit was a fucking jam. And it did it did both. This shit gave you look look at the beat. Mm-hmm. It gave you reggaeton, but it also gave you like that island vibe. This record know. is very important. Like it. this I is a very it. important. I have, I have it. I play this all the time. I have three <laughs> songs that I said I'm gonna say these are the songs of the of the decade. Damn. Which this is one of them. Then it's Pop That. Who doesn't love Pop, pop that? that? Like, don't, don't stop, stop pop, pop That, Pop That. And Work Remix. Work Remix. Those songs are all oh, time. You picked, you picked wild, that song. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are great songs that you picked. But to me, Wait, okay, right yeah, there. I always yeah, forget Work Remix, me, but that's one of my favorite songs. That song, and then I, what would, isn't that the same year that we got um Cardi B's first album? Or that was 18? Um, I think well, it was 17, no? Well, she released uh, Bodak, that Yellow. Bodak Yellow. What but, year is but that? that? That was just a song. Right, but what year is that? Let me see. Hold know. on. So uh, she just said... Invasion of Privacy is 2018, which means so in that, 2017, so 2017, we got I Like It Like That, which is... No, I like it was no. after Bodak Yellow. It was after no, but Bodak that, Yellow. But we got it in 2017. Oh, probably, yeah. If we got that album... No, we didn't. Yep, for it sure. It took her an entire year to, re- to release the album. Bodak Yellow, 2017. I like it. Well, exactly. And I like it was 2018. I mean, yeah, but the song came out before because it's yeah, April. Yeah, it was dropped before. For sure. It always came. It was Yeah, that's because that was the second single. But Bodak Yellow was the first single. No, she had another song between that. What was it? Yeah, she did. Hold up. I know you're not talking about this record because this Which is not one? a single. This record didn't work. Well, yeah, that was technically her, her second record. <laughs> this song was trash. 
Sorry, Cardi. But we got this record. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she, but. Such a good song. 2018 well, and, and this was no it was released on May yeah May 25th 2018 through radio station yeah 2018 how that's after Boom. April May is after April and the, the rec the full album came out April 6th it doesn't matter exactly what matters is anyway that was one of the first tracks we got in the mainstream that had both J Balvin and Bad, and Bunny, Bad Bunny on uh-huh. so it was intro to both of them as well right there Bad Bunny Boom, came right out of nowhere already knew Bad Bunny came out of nowhere uh, though Bad Bunny came out of nowhere with um um what was the song? Um, I know exactly. Chambea. Soy peor. No, no soy, <laughs> peor. soy peor. Soy peor, peor yes. was the first one. And then soy by peor. the time Chambea came out, you started hearing that even in places that were mostly playing rap. Because yeah. it had like yeah. that. Yeah. It was hard. So then all of a sudden, all Bad Bunny's coming out. Every single song. And then o- Osuna, I don't know what's, what no, his Osu- record Osuna, at that time o- was. Osuna was, way b- uh, was before this. Okay. Osuna, so Osuna was 2016. Like he was already yeah. playing. But like still making regular 16. reggaeton. Yeah. Yes. So the, the well, trap. Osuna, well, Osuna doesn't, doesn't do Yeah, trap. he doesn't do trap. He's just started he's just to just work on trap songs. Because now they're all on each other's songs. Exactly. Because let me tell you that, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but reggaeton artists are like work. Ten times harder. Those people are <laughs> on. They're every dropping songs every every song. week. If they don't drop a song, yeah, but the quality of the songs isn't always there. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, they like recycle their. They, might, they, they But still, like, how the hell do they? They always have, have a new song. song. They're always ready. They're always working. We see Andel, Andel, Andel are super big too. And Zanny, there you go. And they came back. And they came back. They so came that that happened. So why did that happen? Do like if you had to tell me. Because what, what happened in what happened in this decade that allowed for this like wave of Latin infusion to come into the mainstream like that with Bad Money, with J Balvin, with these guys that are now literally some of the most streamed artists on in the world, not just in the US, but in the world now in 2019 going into 2020 versus in 2011, none of them were anybody. I think that part of it is just Hispanic culture kind of um, almost like came back as an influence in every way because there were shows at this time like you're seeing more shows yeah. with like more Hispanic influence like mm-hmm. shows yeah, like Jane Hispanic the Virgin was a gigantic show and mm-hmm. it, half of it was in Spanish and um and celebrities and then just like the entire trend of like where the where the culture is going and inclusivity mm-hmm. then you know like all the different cultures come out of that okay. but I think also house music like died down a lot Right, yeah. so EDM so became EDM, less mainstream, EDM and something needed to take big, its place. Like 2008 yeah. through like 2013, 2014. Yeah. Like, when do you ever hear of like everyone being like, "Oh my God, a last home"? Like, never. never. <laughs> like, we like it still, One but like the yeah, <laughs> like or Swedish house, like that's like okay. right. ultra right. season. Right. But like now, it's like more like Latin music came back. Right. Because right. At least yeah. here in Miami, that's what I felt because you would go to all the clubs I mean, and it was always like EDM, 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 and then all of a sudden it turned into like a lot more places are playing this music. Yeah, no, exactly that that shift happened not just in Miami but I think in a lot of places. I think some places are still really starting to feel the beginning of it. We felt it for longer here than the rest of the country has. No, but I knew. But it's happening. I think that I knew. Like it hit me how big reggaeton had really gotten in 2016 when I went to Greece, mm-hmm. and there was and reggaeton there. Every store I was going into was playing like J Balvin, and go. I was like, "How do you guys they even play know gasolina?" What and you're like, "Excuse me." <laughs> exactly. So it's like, and I think that it's also reggaeton is also like a genre that the beat, the sounds, and everything, no matter where you are, is like 
the is like the most relatable. You get me? It moves because people. Yeah, it, it moves, moves people, people no matter what. Like you don't yeah. need to know what lyrics. And it's such a mix. It's danceable it, music. It's, it's really danceable, danceable music. music. It's danceable music, it's and it's such a mix of like. And on top of the fact that like people just have like this weird fascination with like Spanish in general, <laughs> I think <laughs> like across the world. Yeah. That 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 I think that that's really part of like what allowed it to get as big as it has, and I'm glad it has. Yeah. No. Shout out to J Balvin for sure, and shout out to Bad Bunny. Yes. Yeah, and shout out to all, all those guys that have really been doing their thing. No, and, and Daddy Yankee who getting, has never getting, given up. Right. Getting the credit <laughs> now that they. Deserve. They're yeah. working hard, and um. And yeah. you know what? I feel like we need to give a shout out to Pitbull because he also has never. Shout out Pitbull for. Shout out Pitbull. Shout out Nina Sky. Shout out Nori. Shout out all the. Shout out all the mid two thousands who tried to lead the way. Shut up, because Pitbull has. He's always. He's always. Him and Mark Anthony have always kept like the Latin music. You know, we're still gonna do this. 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 Because Pitbull has never given up on like doing little stupid songs. So because of him, we still have had the Latin people. Shout out Pit. Shout out J Balvin and all those people y yo bendiga reggaeton yes estamos rompiendo no estamos rompiendo muchacho y si el pueblo pide chipapenme y si el pueblo pide lego lego y si el pueblo pide no se lo va a negar si la So yeah, that happened this decade. All right, yeah. I think we've done a lot of music, and <laughs> it's also like getting late. So, but I do want to talk about like some of your favorite. We talked about people and a lot of like the people who came up. A lot Wait, of the people who did good. I think we're missing like the biggest movement. What, of the what 2000s. is it? The Me Too movement. The Me Too <laughs> movement. Okay, so I mean, let's get to truth. let's get to <laughs> movements yeah, and the culture, movement. right? If we're, like, I want to touch on that also for sure because it'd, it'd be. It's not a really full decade discussion if we don't talk about not just the entertainment bullshit of it, but the shit that mattered, right? Yeah. You're the women in here, so I want you guys to speak to the Me Too movement and like, what did you like? What 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 was your first memory of like how it started becoming a thing? What do you feel about it happening? And then, how do you feel about it now versus when it you know first showed up on the scene? You can go first. I have <laughs> I have like really <laughs> controversial <laughs> thoughts about good, it. Good, good, good. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> so I'm gonna th- I'm gonna s- sit this one out and just <laughs> <laughs> next five minutes are y'all. I think that I, I I don't remember really my first memory of it, but I think how it first started coming out was just the fact that so many women band together for the first time in a long time. Because okay, it wasn't the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, the biggest story was Harvey Weinstein. Because uh, he had affected so many women in Hollywood. The movement started in Hollywood. He affected so many women in Hollywood that for the first time they were able to band together. And it's like, okay, well, if I'm speaking out, it's not just one voice speaking out. It's all of these voices speaking out. And we were, l- and everyone just kind of woke the fuck up and figured, like, um, it's 20. I don't remember what year it was. But, yeah. like, uh, we're at the point in life where we need to stand up against these things. And then that movement just started affecting and making changes in every industry, in every, you Anywhere. know everywhere so now sexual assault isn't really um (laughs) encouraged anymore (laughs) and it's taken much more seriously and but not just that just like the fact that you know the entire movement it was just like a bigger movement for equality because people were seeing like flat out in your face like this is really how how women are being treated out there when all they're trying to do is their job and like y- and and they're losing their jobs because of these things, yeah. and they have to d- they have to go to these crazy extremes to be able to be successful. Yeah, exactly. Which goes and actually one big part of this <laughs> that happened <laughs> in the middle of all of this was Taylor Swift's one dollar lawsuit against a DJ that 
during a he like grabbed her or something yeah right? that d- during like a d- during like a photo session whatever when she went to go do an interview like grabbed her ass from behind when they were taking a picture and you know uh, and th- that it it just happened to be like that already been in pro and like you know that had already been like processing whatever all the like mm-hmm. legalities of that she was already suing him right at the time where the me where the me too movement really picked up momentum mm-hmm. and it was just showing like there were so many women in so much power and so much success that weren't just saying like, yeah, well, you know, I had to do all of that, but it's not affecting me anymore. She's like, no, it's still affecting us. And this really does affect our everyday lives. Not j- and, and, and if these women are so successful and they're still going through that, then imagine us everyday women. Yeah. I mean, I heard of the. F- I think the first time that I heard kind of me too was the Bill Cosby thing, which oh, was these yeah. were like super old stories. So then what I think is that there's been like, I think that they've kind of watered it down to a point where, like, oh, another one. Like, okay, like they turned yeah. me too into to way too me too. Like, yeah, like okay, you. no, yeah, but then also when I was over here, this guy looked at me and said this little comment, you know, yeah. it's okay, so me too. Like, I think that it got turned into like way too big of a thing, which like I understand it is that big of a thing. Which that's when I'm like, I know that what I'm saying is controversial because it's like, okay, yeah. that's the problem that it is that big of a thing. But yeah. I think it got watered down because of that because everybody was coming up with a story, and then also these are stories of like things that like to me was like, why were you even in that situation to begin with? You know what I mean? But that's just me as a woman. Like I'm strong enough that like maybe I do want to be famous, but like you're not gonna make me like get into any situation that I don't want to like I at least what I think or like if I do doing that is because I'm letting go of my morals like you know what I mean so like I just like not that I can't relate because okay maybe I am in that situation I'm like wait they are like taking advantage of me Mm -hmm. but like to me I was just like okay all of these stories are kind of like like Bill Cosby stories why were you with this old ass man drinking and like oh he drugged me like what do you mean? Because it's Bill Cosby. You trust Wait, Bill Cosby. What do you mean you trust Bill Cosby? But like you put yourself in that situation. He wasn't even that old. Okay, but they was like, oh, I was 15 I, and he was like 30 something. Why were you at his house okay. drinking? I mean, yeah, the, the, uh, those situations I understand. But yeah, I, I know th- that there is yeah. different, different, there's different stories. different. Th- but I think people have turned it into such a big thing that like it like, kind of watered down. Like now people are like, okay, yeah, YouTube kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and, and that actually did become like a catchphrase of like, yeah. well, he got me too. Yeah. And the biggest moment where I realized like, all right, maybe they we're started making fun. Of it was with was when Aziz and Zari story came because out the because the Aziz Zari story was another scam that it was like what do you mean the girl wanted to all these things and also she was like oh no he like raped me yeah like no shout out Aziz <laughs> which I think that I think that in that case and and I think I'm so glad that that case came out yeah. because I feel the same way I read that and I was like girl you just went on a really bad date like you yeah went like you let it, it get you know? too far but it but and and that w- and that was a good story for that reason because it kind of got everyone to be like okay well what's really defining this and it made it part of the conversation in general of just how like to what level the miscommunication is between men and women because and w- it because our thing. culture let it be that she had every right to feel uncomfortable that entire time mm-hmm. but the problem with that story was that she wasn't voicing the fact that she he was didn't know that she was uncomfortable he didn't know but and he and she was showing it from from what the story told he he was sho- I'm sorry she was showing it between like by her body language and by this and you know all by insinuating things but he wasn't picking up on it because he was like well girls you know play hard to get whatever and <laughs> she didn't feel like she can say anything yeah so you know it just it just put together like 
yes, that wasn't that situation, but it just goes to show how, like, in our subconscious, what we've ex- what we've yeah, accepted. Like you do it. And a lot of it, and a lot of and a lot of the things with these big execs is that it wasn't even that he was like forcing that you know these guys were forcing them to like have sex with them or anything. In some cases they were, but in some cases it was as simple as like, oh, like give me a back rub, or you know, like letting sli- like slick little comments like that yeah. go down. Which at the end of the day. It's still sexual harassment. It's still sexual harassment. It's still degrading to women and shit that we shouldn't have to deal with. Because if you do it to a man, it's not going to happen. Like, you're never going to let that slide. Because you have to be so careful about, you know, assaulting (laughs) a guy's masculinity. But, you know, you can go and say that, you know, that actress has, like, a great ass, whatever. And and she's supposed to be cool with it, you know? Yeah. So I think that it just, um, at the end of the day, it really did... God, of course not. Like at the top of my head, I can't think of like everything that came out of it. But I mean, he. I think it helped. I think it helped. I think it helped. It cleaned up some of the. It was taken way too far to the point where it was just like, okay, now everybody. But maybe it is everybody. But at the same time, there was some stories that were still like, why would you even say that? Like, don't don't make yourself a victim on purpose to like, oh yeah, okay, like. And it was celebrities that were doing it, so it wasn't like okay, like this little girl that like worked at this company, like no, it was like celebrities that were like, oh yeah, well this guy said this to me, no sé qué, and it was like. There's yeah. more serious things going on, and yeah. like you're make you're like you're making it like you're adding in on Twitter. You guys are making it into like a thing that should be like that's yeah. cool, but it's not like it just got turned into what it wasn't supposed to be to me at least. Yeah, I but, was like but I think that at the end of the day, it um, you know, we it got people cor- really corrupt people like this out of power like have you um no, harvey weinstein and roger ailes from fox which actually there's a movie coming out about that now i really want to watch but um and then at the same time that all of this is happening we have a president that is saying it's we're like not gonna talk about that oh i know i know <laughs> i know that we're not gonna talk about it i know that we're not gonna talk about it yeah. but it just since it all happened at the same time, you had the women's march come about because the women's march was in reaction to everything that was going on mm-hmm. with all of these allegations, with the Me Too movement, with you know politicians, you know, coming out saying all, all of the same thing. I mean, people are way more careful now because they it know that it's gonna like even if you want to say something, like you need to be careful with what you're saying because now it's like a thing. Like yeah, you're it's actually it's gonna it's get in trouble for it. Exactly, it's making people like act like human beings and think about what they're gonna <laughs> say to people and how it's gonna affect them. Yeah. yeah. So women have made a lot of strides in this decade. This decade. I okay. think women win this decade overall. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Kardashian, well, fuck any no women, not, not any specific. Women, fuck women the Kardashians. Just women in general win this decade. They they became some of the best musical art. Like the women musical artists had some of the best careers in this decade. And we got some of the best new ones that happen to be women. Mm-hmm. Movies, uh, women actresses played more roles than ever women before. Directors. There was more women directors than ever before in this decade. And then if we go into like world stuff, Greta Thunberg was a woman, a young lady who won Person of the Year this year. Mm-hmm. If we go back across the decade, maybe not so many Persons of the Year, but a, a shit ton of women leaders between yep. uh, tech companies, CEOs, CEO, like we, more than this, ever. this decade was a decade where thanks to the Me Too movement in part, but also in part of just like society being willing to being like open to equa- women. like equality becoming more of a thing. Hello, we're really and close to first woman president. And us putting yeah, we, we almost had close. that. You know what I'm saying? But um, the bottom line is to me that's that's who benefited the most. Uh, and if and if women are winning, we're all winning. So. <laughs> That's yeah, that's really what it is. Because we have to struggle for over a hundred years. Well, you know, but I'm just <laughs> saying, like, I think that that's that's great. I think now going into this next decade, we go we go into it a lot better of a place than going into this one in terms of the dynamic between men and women. Yes, I think that Agreed. if if something overall uh, improved throughout this decade, that 
relationship and that Quality dynamic between us as a society and between men and women, I think that that took a step in the right direction. Things that didn't take a step in the right direction, and I'll go quickly. <laughs> um, gun violence. We didn't we didn't make any strides any this whole shoot. decade. We had Sandy Hook at the very beginning of the decade, yep. and then whatever shooting was last week as the, at the end it was of the one decade. Like yesterday. Nothing really fucking changed yeah. in the entire decade. We lost little kids at the beginning of the decade. We lost a little bit older kids right now last week. We're losing kids. We're losing people in the mall, in the shopping center, and this and that and that. People can't even go to fucking church. They can't go to the concert. People, you can't, you can literally not go anywhere. There's a a shooting happened at some point throughout this decade at any little thing that you've done, you with you, with your friends or with your family. You could have been there. And it just, you literally could have been there. If you live in this country, you literally could have been there. So we didn't do enough there. And I really hope we do more there in 2020 and going forward because the bottom line is if we look at it, if we take a step back and look at it, a bunch of that shit happened the entire time and we didn't do enough at all to help it change. So it's not just about the, the kids and the March for Our Lives shit. It's not about the Sandy Hook at the very beginning and realizing that that was fucking crazy that that ever happened. We didn't do anything to like help it in the meantime. Yeah. So if 10 years could I mean, go not by anything, and uh, but we not anything to, not in, yeah, not enough, like not enough. N- not, not enough n- to make a real impact. Right. Not enough to make a real impact. That's, and that's and really and so. to keep it from happening again. So we need to fix that going into this next decade. Another thing that we didn't really do much of this decade, um, to me, nothing really cool happened as far as like a, a new, um, how do you say it? Like we didn't get a, we didn't get like a new franchise, like this new thing that I think is going to live for all these years later. Like um, the late seventies got Star Wars, right? Uh, uh, like and, and not ma- not just in not, not just in movies, but yeah. just like in in culture. Like I don't feel like we got this. Well, don't uh, say that because you don't think Frozen think is gonna live on forever. Count as that. No, I, no Frozen and I think Moana that the Kardashians are a franchise. I mean, I think that the superhero movies uh, okay, well that came that's out. What you're asking for. You're asking no, for but I, I mean, asking about movies. But that's the thing is that they they kind of did their thing throughout those ten years, and then like that's it. It's kind of over. Like I don't think that's still gonna be a thing like as heavy as it was these ten years. Now next ten years, I think that no. this was the decade where that became a super thing where we went every year because to all those like little mo- and they made mad bread and they made mad movies and they kept making more movies and more bread. So well, we got a whole bunch of those movies in the decade. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like we got, we got those, but is, but to me, they're not something that lives on after. Like we're going to look back at it more as like looking back at the first star Wars movies more so than like, as this thing that like, hopefully oh, we'll just see. Got started. You think thing. so? No, I mean, oh, no, I don't know. I think maybe it could go either way. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe this was just the first decade of it, and now it keeps going for decades and decades, like a Star Wars or like something else like that. But yeah, but I don't know what it would be like the the, the Marvel thing, the the Avengers? whole yeah, that whole thing, that whole Marvel. No? To me, it feels yeah tail end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Spe- I've watched them all. Yeah, They're, the last one before this one was literally called End Game. Like they yeah. brought it all full circle. So now you're gonna have to bring out this new phase of that with new characters and new. Well, I don't know how that's really going to go. The same way that a lot of people don't like these new Star Wars compared to those Star Wars, to me, that's the thing that we'll remember about this decade. And I don't think it'll continue being a thing. And if it is, it'll be kind of a shittier thing, the way that the new Star Wars are a shittier thing. Can I say something? I think that one thing that did start this decade was the live action Disney movies. And all of those have been pretty great. Some of them Maybe have been pretty great. I, I liked Cinderella. I liked Aladdin. I yeah, that's true. We did. Liked, we did get those. Like they, they've started doing the, like the live actions, and yeah. I think the Lion King, King was, was good. I mean, I the, liked the Lion King. The, the Beauty and the I Beast. I didn't watch the Dumbo. Too. I didn't watch Aladdin. I heard I Aladdin was trash. No. Um, I mean, it was the good. same. It was the yeah. same. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. live live action. I just I hope that the twenty twenties bring back chick flicks because we didn't have any in the. I don't. I don't know. We had bridesmaids at the beginning. 
Oh mm. yeah, that's it. That was the last good chick flick. Mm. Please, yeah, twenty twenty. Well, like, as far as movies go, because we ended up on movies somehow. Oh, Crazy Rich Asians is super good, but that's oh, very that was cute. As yeah. far as movies go, this decade was mostly the superhero movie decade, but we also got a lot of cool, um, like. Wolf on Wall Street was this this decade, and that was a really that good was fire. Movie. That was, yeah, that was, was fire. Great. We got good DiCaprio movies this decade. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. We got a lot of DiCaprio Ooh, movies Baby this Driver decade. Baby Driver was really good. Baby Driver was super fire. I think. Well now like right now um we also got a lot of reboots it. this decade yes. that were yeah, trash that was a lot of reboots like no but what i was gonna say is that this decade actually like the, a lot of like indie um studios and indie films yes got really big, yeah yeah that, really that because now it's more cool mm-hmm. right to be indie to be or like to come yeah like <laughs> being, that's Who another thing thought? nerds also won big this nerds decade nerds won the decade yes. no but like they all the little big. Netflix movies that we were all obsessed with that mm-hmm. we all watched yeah exactly those kind of things smart. that we wouldn't that one came out just on Netflix oh, I, I think or something it. and it was super good yeah, yeah I heard it was really good a lot of a lot of good movies came out in, in a span of 10 yeah. years but I but I but my opening statement remains it's like if we look at the entire decade the thing that spanned it all the thing that really dominated the box office was 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 all those marvel Marvel movies movies, yeah Yeah. for sure and but then all the reboots made a lot of box office money too and they weren't really that good i don't really like those new the jurassic movies movies? oh yeah those new jurassic movies are all right oh just like all the reboot shows like oh those are the worst uh what else rebooted star Uh, wars rebooted uh jurassic park rebooted i'm thinking shows like full house uh full house was Fuller House was Stupid. terrible. That shit was trash. <laughs> a bunch of shit rebooted that didn't need yeah, rebooting. Didn't need to. Nothing. They don't need rebooting. Like just well, some stuff I don't mind if they reboot, but like I don't need to reboot Home Alone. No, Home Alone no. is classic. Oh, yeah, don't fucking do touch Home that. Alone. Yeah, they're working on it. No, why? Yeah, they just cast. They don't need kid. to do that. Mm-hmm. They don't need to do no, that. You. you know what I mean? I'm not interested. Um, Even the third one was like a little bit off, but it was good. There was a third one. Yeah, the one with the little kid that like Scarlett Johansson is in it. What? That he's like a little blonde kid and he has like a fever. It's not the same kid. No, it's not. Wow. It's like some kid in a little house. The third movie never makes it. If if we go back to um, <laughs> clothes real quick, yeah. uh, tour merch became way more of a thing yeah. this decade than it was last decade. Yeah, but I think tour, mer- tour merch actually didn't really come back until the last like, two or three years. Yeah, I would give and, it the last and, three. And I would give it the last three. Yeah, and that just and that just came back with like um, the 90s trends. No, I wouldn't. Because yeah. the Watch the Throne tour was the first tour to have really dope, dope merch this decade. Yeah, and that's 2011. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but and right after that, you got Yeezus two years later, which also some oh, of the dopest you know merch what, of the decade. So that's yeah. 2013. And the, and the Life of Pablo had really good The Life of Pablo no, was two years later after that. Because Yeezus, Yeezus 2013. That's early iconic. decade. Okay, there you okay, go. Fine, the fine. Yeezus shirt is iconic. And but, that's tour merch. But it didn't, no, but, 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 I, but it didn't really get, okay, it got really big like in the middle of the decade. Because we're thinking, I mean, because we know those shirts. but No, but they were a pop culture. They still sell on eBay now. Like, that's pop culture. Pop culture. Yeah. Jesus was a moment in pop culture. Yeah. But Everything I, but that guy does was a moment like in pop culture. This entire decade. We didn't talk about him much, but that's only because I know I talk about him a lot on this yeah. podcast. But let's get it very, 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 very. Sh- let me get He's very clear here. Kanye West was another one of the people who affected this decade in a dominant fashion. In a dominant fashion. But we can have a lot because, of episodes on Kanye. Because <laughs> the bottom line is those sneakers are selling like crazy. And that's 2015 all the way through now. So that's half the decade. And, we and if we look it. at the first half of the decade, the f- one of the albums that came out in 2010 is, remains the best album of the decade, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Amen. So if we go in from 2010 into Yeezus, into Pablo, and now all the fucking sneaker shit for the past five years, what's that? That's half decade music, half decade sneakers and fashion. Tell me that yeah. guy didn't dominate. Even even with the Jesus shit, even with the fucking Jesus shit. bleached asshole shit, even with the <laughs> s- such a that fucking hoe, <laughs> even with the Wyoming trash shit, 
all of this shit, by being bipolar, all this shit. Look at the journey that dude went on this fucking decade. He lost his mom right before the decade started. That's true. He gives us the best album of the decade at the beginning of the decade. Best album of the decade, My Beautiful Dark Twisted. A perfect album by not just my words. A lot of you go and look it up, best decade, best albums of the decade. It's going to be a top five, top ten on all of those. Critically acclaimed. 100%. 100%. So he gives you that. Then he gives you Watch the Throne the year later, right after that, year later. Biggest fucking rapper, best rapper ever. His big brother. And boom, boom. They give you that. They go on a world tour with it. And there's never been anything like that again. Never Jake again. Future tried to do that, and I was and like, was that was trash. That was nothing like that. that it was, was nothing. That I was watched like it a throw. funny attempt. Then 2013 <laughs> gets here. He's going through it because the fashion industry doesn't want anything to do with him. For good he's reason. not. He doesn't want to focus on just music anymore. He wants his deal. Nike's telling him, "No, you can't. You know, one shoe a year or whatever." He's like, "Man, I'm gonna make mad shoes. I got all these ideas." He's pissed. He's yelling in every I'm interview. He gives us Jesus. Jesus sounds like the most frustrated motherfucker we've ever heard. <laughs> But and it's still good. but it's fire, still Jesus fire, ahead of its time. Early, uh, yeah, it was it was ahead of its time. time. So he gives us an album we ahead of its time. Let's out his frustration. Gets the Adidas deal. <laughs> gets the Adidas deal. Twenty fifteen starts, and we and he never looks back. He's he still makes music. It changes over time, but the bottom line is the sneaker thing worked. The thing they told him wouldn't work again worked. Okay, so, but that's not why he was fighting with the fashion industry. He was fighting with Louis Vuitton because they didn't. Well, Louis Vuitton didn't want to make sneakers anymore. Either. No, Louis Vuitton gave him the same shit Nike did. They didn't want to do any more sneakers. They didn't want to. They didn't want to. They didn't want to. Like you know, you know how hard people have to work their ass in fashion to get there. Well, they just gave Rihanna a brand. They just gave her one. But that. So don't no. They didn't like him and they didn't want him in. And if it wasn't for him (laughs) fighting that fight, Rihanna wouldn't have a brand right now. (laughs) (laughs) They handed Rihanna, but LVMA said you can have your own fashion house from scratch here. Bought out Fenty. Right, and said here you can have your own thing from now on. They bought it out after it was successful. I, they I'm did not, I'm not gonna, you're not going to make me talk bad about Rihanna. Go. But that was, that was she She didn't work as hard uh, as he did maybe for are, that. Are we going to start the decade with a Rihanna album? I hope so. That's what well, Probably saying. not. Probably, I mean. At least we'll get a party. She's listening to Asher Levin, guys. Yeah, bad party music better not suck, man. Um, <laughs> oh, I think we'll get the weekend album, too, though. So oh, the decade so, yeah. should start yeah. off with some good tunes. Um, it doesn't sound very promising. But yeah, I mean, I think that it was a... If we're gonna, yeah, we should definitely wrap yeah. up. I didn't <laughs> notice. I didn't notice the time shit. No, there's a lot. A lot of things. A, a to lot say. of things happen. I mean, it's hard to get a decade. decade. <laughs> and, yeah, it's a whole ass decade. It's hard to get it all into an hour and a half, two hours. But I think we covered a, a lot of like the then versus now shit pretty well. Yeah. I think we talked about a lot of the people that were really important to the culture this decade. I think we talked about uh, one of the movements that was really important. Another one of the movements that still has a lot of progress to make in the March for Our Lives and the gun violence movement thing that has to happen. Climate change. I think climate change has a long way to go, but also made a lot of, of good strides this decade. The food industry. Also made a lot of positive strides this, this decade, right? Uh, a lot of that shit got cleaned up. Mm-hmm. A lot of that shit got exposed. To me, I'll wrap more. it up. I'll wrap it up like this. I'll tell you like this because I think people it applies. More 2020. I think it applies to all, uh, all of it, really. I think that consciousness, mindfulness, the things that you guys were talking about earlier, all of that affected everybody over the course of this decade. Mm-hmm. But not just us, like, realizing oh cool like things have to get better no there was a lot of shitty moments this decade mm-hmm. between the shootings that i just referred to between um you know the the different terrorist attacks and and all the different like dark times that have brought but yeah. it, depending on how you feel the world. Uh, about the early part of the decade versus the later part of the decade depending on what side of politics you on one or the other is still dark like you didn't <laughs> like the early part of it if you don't like obama and you don't like the now of it if you don't like trump but regardless, oh, half of it was not <laughs> shit you were down with, 
regardless of which side you were on. Yeah, you sure. didn't you didn't fuck with a whole half of this decade because of that. There was a bunch of shit that was very uh, dark, but the dark helped us expose things that needed to be brought up and needed to start these conversations that needed to be talked about because if all these things hadn't been exposed, whether it was Hollywood or whether it was the government and the way they've been spying on us with the Snowden thing and how all of that got exposed this decade, Facebook and their Russian ties, all that shit got exposed. All these things that have like been brought to the light, to me, you need that. Like without all that, um, I don't want to call it evil, but without all that like darkness and negativity, you can't have this new wave of positivity. Yeah, like, you need light for dark. I mean, dark for light. Yeah, always, always, always. It's, it's, it's a balance. Yeah, I mean. It's a balance. And uh, no, it's true. It's no, it's, it's always true. darkest before dawn. And I really feel like this decade was a lot of that. Not just many moments of it where darkness and light would come. You know, we had a lot of, of protests and movements that started this decade. Not just the ones we mentioned, but also the ones going on around the world. Yeah. Uh, down in South America, down uh, out there in Hong Kong. Like between these past four or five years and the early part of the decade, protesting as a thing has become way more of a thing that people aren't afraid to do as much anymore. Yeah. And I think just that alone is going to shift the way that this next decade goes because you have a whole ton of people who at the very beginning of this decade might not have been down to go ahead and pick up a sign and walk outside. But now a lot of their friends are down. Because so they're now they're down. Because they're realizing the power it has. The the people have, have realized over this decade a lot more so than they did in the decade before it how much technology and all the other things we got this decade can help us progress and stand up for ourselves. Because this decade has been a lot about exposing us to the fact that the people we put in charge, the systems we put in place, they're not actually benefiting us the way we thought. They aren't. They're kind of fucking us. <laughs> We're kind of the musicians and they're kind of Spotify and Apple and everybody. <laughs> like That's kind of where we're at. But, but 2020s, these things. You know what? <laughs> 2020's coming. We're going to get a brand new start. We're going to do this new decade fire. Um, we've got a lot of great music that's going to come out, a lot of great art that's going to be created. We've got a bunch of babies that are going to grow up into these really smart kids that are going to help us fix a lot of these problems. And um, I'm looking forward to it, man. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I am. I'm very I'm excited I'm for, for this looking year. You looking forward to it, Karina? Always. 2020. I'm it's excited. Gonna be, it's going to be very special. So There's a lot of good things happening in 2020. Um, we won't do record of the, of the decade um because we're out of time <laughs> and i feel like we're gonna get out of here but i mean okay. we, we could just go for it like I just mean, play a little bit of it we'll just, <laughs> just go for it real quick i mean listen a lot of out? good music um, here's what i'm gonna do andrina me and karina are going to uh put together a playlist of best of the 2010s okay fine. all right we're gonna put together a playlist we'll put it up um i'll we'll all share it on our social or whatever it'll be the facts don't matter best of the decade record of the deck records of the decade and that playlist will be up uh, either by the time you're listening to this episode or maybe like the day after. And we'll do it like that. You go on Spotify and you can pull up not just the episode, but after the episode, listen to all the songs that we really fucked with the entire decade. In the details. Yeah. I'll put it all in the in the in little, the what do you call it? Show notes. In the show notes, in the Who's description, podcast? whatever Who's you want to call it. podcast is this, bro? <laughs> anyway. What do you call like it? What? <laughs> anyway, whatever. Um, so that's it. That's it. Ten episodes. Hey, listen, uh, um, anybody who got this far, um, thank you so much for listening, man. Not this far in terms of this episode, but this far in terms of like ten episodes. Like um, this was just something fun that we, we, we've done uh, with Andreina, with Randy, with my friends like Karina, just kind of joining the valley, here. joining everybody, just kind of joining along. And I think we're going to take it to the next level next year. Um, I've got some really dope guests lined up that we will have on the show within the early uh, few months of the, of the next year in 2020. So 
if you've listened to this much and you thought it was cool, you've had some good laughs with us, just know that it's going to get even better as I get like more actually like giving a fuck about it going into next year and not just winging it so much. It's going to get really good because when like I really want some shit to be dope. Hmm. Yes. So uh, I will leave you all with this. To me, this is an anthem of the entire decade. Uh, it is my record of the decade. It will be on the playlist, but you all will have to listen to the rest. <laughs> Chips like yeah, Nazareth. I'm fucked up, homie. You fucked up, but if God got us, then we gon' be alright. And when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the bass down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. We're pretty pussy and Benjamin is the highlight. Now tell my mama I love her, but this is what I like. Lord knows, 20 of them in my Chevy. Tell them all to come and get me, reaping everything I sow. So my karma come in heaven, no preliminary hearings on my record. I'm a motherfucking gangster in silence for the record. Uh. Tell the world I know it's too late. My face is all day Won't you please believe when I say When you know We've been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like Where do we go? Nigga, and we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright Motherfucker, you can live at the mall. I can see the evil, I can tell it. I know it's illegal, I don't think about it. I deposit every other zero, thinking of my partner. Put the candy, painting on a Rico, digging in my pocket. And a profit big enough to feed you every day. My logic, get another dollar just to keep you in the presence of your Chico. Ah! I don't talk about it, be about it. Every day I seek you. If I got it, then you know you got it. Heaven, I can reach you. Pet dog, pet dog, pet dog, my dog, that's all. Pick back and chat, I trap the back for y'all. I rap, I black on tracks, so arrest the show. My rights, my wrongs, I write till I'm right with God. When you know. We've been hurt, been down before. Nigga, when our pride was low, looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate poor, poor. Wanna kill us dead in the street? For oh, sure. Sure. Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door. My knees getting weak and my gun might blow, but we gon' be alright. See y'all next decade, man. Facts yeah. don't matter. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>